Welcome to the Ether. Today is Friday, July 15th, 2022. Today on the Ether, Cosmo Spaces Friday Night Chill Space with Netta Dow, hosted by Cosmo Clay. Let's take a listen. Who's running the Netta Dow Validator? Poro. Um, me. I'm Poro. Oh, hey, Poro. Are you, are you hosting it? Um, yeah, we're doing um, edge validation, um, kind of notional style. And uh, we're setting up right now. I, I'm getting all the equipment. Most of it's coming. Now I just got to, we're in like pre-production uh, testing. Um, going to join some test nets. And hopefully we could go, um, I still have some equipment coming in. So we're looking to launch in August on main nets. Oh, that's sick. I love hearing that. Yeah. Um, we were, um, oh, just one more thing. We were taking, a, a, we were exploring like all different approaches uh, for validation. Um, some like uh, hosted like bare metal, um, Akash, and this just seems to make sense for us right now. Um, we're really into the, the DAO purism and we want to make it work um, to have like um, validator nodes running on Akash through interchain accounts, but it's not quite there yet, especially um, with regards to the, the cryptographic keys and how that's being held. That's uh, th that's really interesting. You know, I developed Horcrux, uh, our threshold validation product, specifically to like try to run it on Akash. That was when I start started working on it. Was when I was at Akash, and I think drugged me in the first like ten seconds. That's not key generation. Um, but that's there's still a, in the research. Yeah, there's a, you know, we would need to kind of re we've put the key signing behind an interface so that you can do multiple implementations for the signing. The current method is uh, kind of like Shamir's. You take a private key and you split it into an N of M. Uh, so like right now you would like generate one of the, uh, the JSONs for the priv validator. And then you put that in as the argument and it gives you out like a three of five, let's say. Um, so like, it's not ideal for what you're trying to do, but there is also a version of the software where you could do it DKG and the, you know, the sum of the generated keys would equal up to uh, the final private key. Um, there's just some implementation work that needs to be done. Um, there's a Coinbase repo for doing DKG and Go that I can point you to. I'll have to check out your issue on Horcrux. Um, I don't. I, I haven't checked the issues there in a little while, embarrassingly enough. Um, but uh, yeah, that's a really cool idea. We've we've definitely looked into the DKG on Horcrux, though. Okay, that's great. That's what we're looking into. Um, 
And it's good to have an implementation of DKG because uh, I couldn't quite figure out what's credible and what's not. Um, there was a good article from uh, Dev from Osmosis explaining uh, all different kinds of DKG. And we found a repository, but we're just yeah researching anyways. And we're really into the zero human knowledge part. Yeah, I think that that's a, a really cool like research area. Also, Dev's just amazing. He's he's kind of my go-to on all the cryptography stuff. He referred me to one of his friends who audited the uh, the key splitting code in Horcrux. Um, but yeah, the Coinbase stuff. The guys at uh, Polymer who have been working on a number of IBC projects with us pointed me to that repo, but I haven't heard anyone else talk about it. Um, I mean, it looks well done and there's no dire warnings on it, but I'd love to see kind of an independent third party audit on some of the stuff because, you know, they've got a number of implementations in there and some of them are in different states. So it's just kind of hard to, I haven't spent the time to dig into that piece yet, but uh, yeah, if you guys are doing that, happy to, happy to chat with you about it. Very cool. We could follow up on the issue. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Yeah, Tricky, I wanted to say thank you for helping us get on. Um, you're such a cool dude. Uh, you were so nice at the beginning and just like trying to figure this stuff out with us. Uh, so thank you uh, to you. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude, no props. Glad I could help. Uh, full transparency. It's 3 a.m. here in Berlin, so I might pass out at any moment. But uh, <laughs> tried to make it for this. <laughs> Powerful Berlin great. crypto scene up late. <laughs> It's nuts. Hey, I think I'm going to get to meet uh, the Stakesito team tomorrow, which is going to be really cool, which I'm excited about. They're fucking great. Have you met wow. any of the, like, Interchain Berlin uh, folks or uh, the ICF folks in Berlin yet? I have not. I'm here I'm here for, for like, Fiat life, unfortunately. Uh, I'm realizing, like, there's a lot of uh, Cosmos life here, too, that I need to come back for. So. Yeah. Um, Marco, who's the SDK team lead, would be somebody great to talk to. Um, Th that whole scene there is fucking huge. There's this huge polka dot scene there too, and they all hang out, which is kind of funny. A little weird, considering what's going on polka dot. Who would have known? I know, right? Yeah, it's it's really funny. There's a ton of crossover between the cosmos and polka dot communities, and I think the basic split there is uh, the polka dot community loves their leader worship, and we do not here in cosmos. <laughs> I feel that. Um, and then really quick, Jack, honestly, I love the idea of the uh, Horcrux clusters and like I'm really interested in them. And I know for our validators, I'm why I would like to do more of them Horcrux clusters, and we have a few, but uh, it just seems like some people are sometimes intimidated by it because there's not a lot of documentation, and it is something so new. So, yeah, totally. We're working, <laughs> I do completely understand that it is like. It's the nerdiest thing I've ever worked on. And whenever I hear people excited about it, it just makes me really excited. So by the way, everyone on this space, uh, sorry, this is really nerdy content here. Uh, but what it enables in terms of sovereignty and the ability to sort of like split the responsibility for running a validator amongst multiple parties that can run servers independently. And there's this sort of like automated quorum system that happens um, opens a lot up a lot of really interesting possibilities. One of the features that we want to build in soon 
is the ability for one cluster to sign on multiple chains simultaneously. So you could have the same operator key on like Juno and then like Akash and then Sentinel. And it's all coming from the same cluster. So you could like do your DKG ceremony once. Um, and then, you know, you, everyone runs the node and then, uh, that signs on a number of different networks. So, uh, love the idea of NetAdev validator. This is fascinating. Um, yeah, can't wait to follow up on that issue. <laughs> yeah. Um, we want to, uh, follow up with anybody and everybody. Um, the cool part about this, just, I mean, just <clears throat> the fact that Jack, you're talking to Poro is, is amazing because Poro is just a community member, just like me and just like whiskey and just like envy and just like massive and Glowgator and a bunch of other people who just said, um, we're just going to pick this up. Um, we're not a part of the core team. We're not a part of core Juno. Uh, we were just intrigued by it. And we said, uh, what can we do with this? And so that's what I think is really amazing about what this has become is because it really isn't about some dev team just sort of pushing a narrative. It's more about a um, a snowball just rolling downhill and, and people who want to jump on can jump on. And when they don't, they can jump off. And we're we're like the distributed team of community people trying to uh, give this thing some wings because we think it can fly pretty big. So, Fuck so yeah. uh, I, I had a, a question. Like, if somebody wanted to get involved with NetAdow, where would you point them? Like, um, what would be the first step? Sure. Um, well, I would go to discord.netadow.zone, uh, and that will bring you to our Discord. Uh, but you can also go to netadow.zone and learn, read all the frequently asked questions we get, read about what we're trying to do, uh, where we're trying to go and how we're trying to get there. Um, but Discord is probably where you're going to get the most up-to-date, real-time, close-to-the-metal stuff. Um, we're pretty active on Twitter, but it's mostly just keeping things lighthearted, um, trying to stay out of drama, trying to stay out of fights. Uh, Discord is where we do that. And then we have a down meeting every Saturday. I can't remember what the UTC time is, but it's like eight o'clock pacific time i don't know what the utc is though oh i don't remember is it a space uh, it's just a discord voice channel oh, okay. thing that we spin up uh, anybody who wants to come can come and we just talk about where we're going who's going to pick up what uh there really is no boss so nobody's telling anybody what to do we're just saying what's the priority what can we get done uh, and who needs help so that is where you should go that's pretty cool. I love the whole idea of like distributed um, communities coming together to like, um, I guess, meet a common goal. It's really awesome to see it like playing out in real time. And um, yeah, so how, how have things been so far and, and uh, where do you see the project going in the future? Uh, things have been slow going. I mean, we've been working with Dow Dow pretty heavily and trying to at first we were going to do it the single DAO app just like raw did um but we've been working with DAO to actually just come on to what they're doing because i don't know if you all know this but the, trying to build two different products at once 
like the DowDow and single DAO app like Raw has is really hard to maintain. You could probably think of single DAO like an enterprise app where people would white label it or just grab it and do what they want with it. And it's very hard for a team to maintain that. And we didn't want to be stuck if DowDow was like, yeah, we don't want to do this anymore. We're just focusing on DAO. So we've been working with them pretty exclusively and intensely on fixing bugs, finding issues, solving problems with them and for them. Um, we love them very deeply. They're awesome people. <clears throat> um, so it was very slow going at, at the first start. And so thank everybody for their patience. Um, and it was a really rough go with Passage because it's not really Passage's fault. It's just a cluster of bad things just happening at once with uh, the chain shut down and the whale and stuff like that. Um, but I'm glad we were able to move that to loop. Uh, that's really good. Um, but what the most exciting thing for for me when I get on these Saturday meetings is just everybody who shows up. And it's usually about six people every Saturday. Um, everybody who shows up just really cares about trying to stay close to what we feel is the ethic of this, which is software in service of humanity. And now I say that, I don't say that lightly, and I know that sounds like a line, but that's really what I try to do in my work. I'm a product designer, product manager um, in the real world. Um, and we're trying to make this thing into something that that not only upholds what we see as the benefit of Cosmos and IBC, um, but also give people on-ramps to, to find a place on the team, to find a place in the mission and goal. So it's been very exciting to every Saturday, six, seven people get on, figure stuff out. I mean, that's where Poro came in and he's like, hey, I want to do this anyways. Uh, let's figure it out. And we were really interested in, in Horcrux and zero knowledge, ZK proofs and all that stuff. Um, so just a really good melding of what everybody wanted to work on. I've been working on idols independently um, and then wanted to bring it in to help raise money for the DAO's treasury so that we could move forward with a VC side side of a VC wing, if you will, um, to invest in teams and applications and stuff like that. Um, so that, that's what I've been doing and working pretty hard with that. Um, and then just making sure that we, we basically leave a seat at the table for somebody when they want to come in. That's awesome, man. Are, are you the uh, artist for the idols? No, I'm just the creator. Um, I have an artist working with me. Um, she's in South Korea. She's a Chilean living in South Korea, so she's she's pretty badass. <laughs> That's awesome. No, I was going to say I love the colors on those. Um, uh, do you have any numbers as far as like the supply on those? Uh, what that? Yeah, of course. Yeah, so there's 11 idols. They're broken into five seasons. Um, the total supply of idols will be 33,000. I made it 33,000 because I, I wanted 11 idols, and I thought it would be really cool to have 3,000 of each so that people can get in at different times because idols are not just a picture. Um, idols are going to be pretty interesting game mechanics in how to incentivize behaviors on the network that the network wants. <clears throat> And so there's 33,000 total. They'll be released in season. Season one will have three idols released in it. And seasons two through five will only have two. 
um, two idols released in each season. Um, there will be special edition idols, which we can talk about later, which we're really excited about. Um, but really, it's just right now you're going to be getting an idol. Um, and then when the site is built, you'll be able to then see that idol animated with vo the voice emotes that you get when you mint um, and the accessories, and then be able to upgrade those idols based on your wallet's activity or on-chain data. I was wondering, uh, do you have, are those any, any of those Discord uh, meetings that you have, are they any of them recorded or anything? For sure. Um, we have okay. recorded most of them. Um, I have a small suggestion. If you could like post them to a spaces when you either run them or you have a recording after, but if you could just run them on a spaces, I could probably then add them to the calendar if you do that. Oh, sweet. Yeah. I'll work with the person who records them and figure out how to do that. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Um, so I'm happy to answer any, any questions that I can. I'm kind of just being the voice today for NetaDAO, but I'm not the leader. And if we hit any road bumps, I'm happy to sit in that tension and figure out somebody else we can talk to, um, to answer that question, or maybe you could help us answer that question. Um, but yeah, idols, uh, is the thing that I'm, I most deeply know about, so I'm happy to answer that. Poro's here to talk about validation. Um, I don't know where Jack went, if Jack is still here. I think um, he peaced out. Um, I'm actually about to uh, start up my own validator set, so any information good. you know, you guys could throw out there would be probably great for me to listen to. Heck yeah. Uh, Poro would be the one to speak to that. Um, I know we're following sort of Jacob's notional roadmap on how to do it and then we're augmenting it in different ways yeah i'm a uh, fan of jacob stuff myself <laughs> uh and then any dow dow questions or net dow questions that anybody has it says that you get a um, if you stake let me see it says a staking will give you early access to mint your idols so where do you go like to stake the neta with um, the dow yeah so once we turn on the dow for Netta, you'll be able to stake your Netta. Then we're going to do a snapshot um, at some time um, of everybody who's staked, and it'll be a certain amount. And from that, you'll be able to get your whitelist for the idol before anybody else is even able to touch it. Um, and it's really, at first I had written, and there's a, there's a problem in what I had written before in the slide deck that I had about, you know, we'll look at your wallet. We're not going to do that. We're just going to look at, are you staked in NetaDAO um, based on the parameters we want? And then you'll be able to get your whitelist from there. So it's not something I could do right now. I, I got to wait for the DAO to pop up. Yeah, you got to wait Clay, for the DAO to pop up. Can I get the NFT now? What was that? I said Clay wants the NFT now. That's why he's asking so urgently. <laughs> <laughs> that was okay. That's okay. Uh, we're we're closing out one more critical issue about um, props, props cost not being refunded, uh, and where that goes because it's unclear about where it goes once you do it, and it not getting refunded. So we want to have clarity on that, and it, and we may change like based on what the team can do and what what we're trying to do. We may change that, but there's just like one nagging issue that we're trying to work on. Well, I appreciate you not rushing in, and I always like, you know, the slow approach. 
I know uh, most things are pretty slow right now in the bear market, so I appreciate everybody that's here. What's up, Running Cat? Did you have any questions? Yeah, just uh, most of my Netta is staked in the uh, Juno Netta pool on Juno Swap. So will we have 14-day notice before the DAO opens so I can unbond that? Uh, no. We're going to turn on the DAO this week. We're, we've committed to turning it on this week. Um, but what I can do is augment snapshot to give everybody a heads up so that they're not just left out in the wind because I know that I would be really pissed off if I didn't have a chance to do that. Um, but yeah, we're committed to turning the DAO now. So if you have any, you'd be able to stake in that now. But if all of yours is tied up in the LP, LP we'll give you a heads up. Um, we won't tell you when the snapshot is, but we'll give you a heads up and then you can make your own decision. So what you're saying is I should buy some now. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you to do that. If you believe in Netta, you go ahead and do that. <laughs> I just clicked the unbond. So I got 14 days and I'll be in. All right. I love your passion. Uh, hopefully Max doesn't get mad. <laughs> uh, but I'm so, I'm so proud of you all for coming. I know this is a, might be a weird hour and uh, it's like a Friday and you got crap to do. Um, but we're just here to shoot the shit and talk about cool things. Um, we care about this. So. Oh no, dude, you're, you're, you're at the, you're at the right place at the right time. This is the IBC gang lounge. So we normally do these places at 9 PM on Fridays. So we're going to be here to chill out. Oh, sweet. Hey, Tricky, do you got your hand up by accident or, or what's up? No, sir. That's real. Uh, <laughs> so, Josh, can you just go like a little bit more? I know you've mentioned a little bit like scanning some on-chain data for wallets. Could you go into a little more what that maybe would be for people so they're more aware? Sure. Yeah, tricky, um, tricky. You're a little bit scratchy, by the way. Uh, I'm not surprised. I'm uh, sorry. Uh, you cut out a bit. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. And, he needs to shave. Yeah, Tricky's <laughs> in Berlin right now, so. Yeah. Okay, so, crap, what was the question? Does anybody remember? I got distracted by Scratchy. On-chain wallet data that you will scrape. Yes, okay. So here's the cool part. Um, we haven't figured out all the, the inputs we're going to be looking at. Um, but it's basically going to be what is your wallet doing? And are there accessories? Are there upgrades? Are there voice emotes? Uh, are there different backgrounds? Are there things that we want to incentivize those behaviors? So here's one that we got from Kevin over at Oni, which we can talk about in a little bit. Um, what if Kevin and Richard wanted to do a quest on Oni, where they spun up a quest on idols and they said, all of the people who delegate in the bottom 50 validators for Juno, say. Uh, we want to spin up a quest for that, and we want it to run for this amount of time, and we want to bestow um, a gift to those wallets that have an idol um, that are doing that certain behavior of delegating outside of the top 50 or something like that. And so they'd go onto idols, they'd spin that up, they'd set it for the time period that they want it to be active for, and it will just watch. And it will look at the it'll look at the wallets that are doing that that have idols 
um, and then it will it'll bestow that whatever accessory or upgrade or thing that they wanted to give to those wallets to those wallets over that time period. It, they don't have to tell anybody about it. They don't have to whatever. It'll just sort of happen. Now, if you add somebody like Pupmos, who is having a special edition idol, uh, Pup may say, you know, actually, I want to incentivize people who are doing some interesting stuff with Superfluid. And here's the parameters that I want to lay in. I'm going to lay those in. I'm going to set it. And here's what they get. And it, it could be a gift of a new accessory. It could be whatever Pup wants to do. And then those wallets who are doing that specific thing, because Pup actually said, you know, on Twitter, hey, I want, uh, I made a new quest, and here's what you need to do to get the cool thing that I made. And so wallets that are doing that or want to do that in the time period that Pup said would then get that upgrade for their idol. That sounds, that sounds awesome. <clears throat> I, I don't know if I missed this, but how exactly does somebody like create the quest? So that's what we're working on now. Uh, yeah, it's like a pup grade. Uh, that's what we're working on now. Uh, it probably won't come grade. out. A pup grade, yeah. I'm just going <laughs> to coin that now for him. Um, we're working on that now. It probably won't come out until end of season two, maybe end of season three. Uh, we're going to be using a really killer app. If you all are interested in anything animation that is going to be happening in the next of the web go to rive.app r-i-v-e dot a-p-p and look at what they're doing look at what you can do and that's how idols are going to breathe life into themselves uh, they'll be animated they'll be able to emote we'll be able to pull in json and change them dynamically um, it's really killer what's happening um, for that so how will these quests be weighted like, how do you decide on what attribute or what little thing will be added to idols and, like, what that changes from quest to quest? And, like, how do you measure how much value said quest should, like, garner when you're distributing these, like, snapshot assets? Yeah. Um, I haven't figured that out. I'm going to need all your help. I'm hoping to work with Cosmos Spaces as a a special edition validator too. So you all can help me figure that out with Kevin and Pup. Um, but the the hope is that I can get as close to the middle as I can for what a validator, a DAP maker, and a team want to make. And from there, you'd be able to log in with your wallet or connect your wallet. Um, and you'd be able to spin up a quest and then put in those parameters that are this, this, and this for this time period. And I want to you upload the asset that you want to give it or the upgrade you want to give it, say it's a color or um, like if you've got Juno as an idol, maybe you're going to give it a, a new feather, um, which would increase its value and also increase its rarity and maybe some other cool things and games and whatnot. Um, and you'd upload that and then you'd just press go and then idols will look at those wallets or look at wallets that are doing that slurp it in and then you know just just do it give it to those ones that are doing that so you, you could imagine it's a website that a validator or somebody could go in uh and spin up an asset for a thing that they want to incentivize and set it and forget it 
I love it. I think it's going to bring like a lot of different like variables to it. And it's going to be interesting to see how like that plays out in like waiting. So yeah, like I'd love, like I'm excited for us to, to help you guys to be part of that and see what we can do. Um, Cause different quests should have different weight rewards because you don't want it just to be even because there's certain things that are going to be important. And you also want to like honor the people that are on these quests in the beginning before it's like a real monetary reward. So I, I like that. That's cool. Yeah, and it's going to be very important for idols to listen to those that are going to want to use it. You can imagine it like a permissionless reward system for incentivizing behavior. Um, but at first, it won't be sort of open to everybody, which is why it's we've only got a couple special editions. Um, I think Tendermint Timmy may be coming on uh, as well. But it's basically, are you going to be a friend to the DAO? And friend is very loose. There's no corporate thing. It's just, are you going to help us? We can help you. You can help us. And then we're going to build this thing because we want sort of a verdant world or a vibrant world in this ecosystem. And it's going to take all of us doing it. And all of us have different ideas about how to get there. And can we figure that out? Can we thread that together? You said there's a, a special edition Pupmos idol? I did. Does that mean you've seen the the legend himself? <laughs> no, I have not seen Pup. Um, I've petted him a couple times, but I've never seen. Um, yeah, we're in close. <laughs> we're in close convo with Pup, and we're in close convo with Oni, um, and a couple others that are coming. Um, we really love How. I don't know if you all messed with How or heard about How. Yeah, we talked to Callum all the time. Okay, good. That's going to be a game change. Um, but yeah, Pup has some very interesting things planned for an idol that I don't know if Pup ate some shrooms or something, but it's like, it's very galactic and cool. Um, so we're very excited about it. That's dope. I can't wait to see it. Um, so to jump into NetaDAO, because this is going to be one of the ways that you can get in to get an idol first. Um, there's there's some params for the DAO. We're just going to keep it simple. Uh, it's going to be 91 day unstaking period for your NETA. We're doing this because we believe that those that want to be a part of this and see it as a long game don't even blink an eye at a quarterly sort of unstaking thing. Um, and then we're going to go up from there. That's kind of like the base is 91 days. But we have a lot of cool things planned. Um, once, especially once we get our sea legs with our validator and get on the active set um, and some interesting partnerships DAO to DAO that you'll be able to be a part of the longer you lock up with. But um, we're very excited about it, trying to keep it simple, trying to keep it low-key, like this is what it is uh, with no surprises. Does anybody have any questions about the DAO? You said there's no minimum to stake right now? I'm not sure Dowdow even lets you have a minimum to stake um, for that, but yeah, we won't have a minimum. All we care about is that you want to be a part of it and you stake. That's awesome. Yeah, if anybody has any questions, feel free to grab the mic, come up. 
I got a quick question. Is it is it just staking with any validator, your Neta, or like do you have to stake to a specific? Like how how does it work with the staking? You mean for Neta? Yes. Okay, cool. So yeah, let's clear up that right now. It's not staking with any validator. It's staking with the DAO in DAO DAO. So you kind of like raw with raw DAO. Uh, you would stake that raw with them. You're going to stake your Neta in the Neta DAO. Okay, got it. Thanks. Thanks, Mayor. Anyone else want to come up here and ask questions? Please uh, request to speak. And you may not want to. That's okay. I plan. I think we all plan on doing more of these, and so you may marinate on this and come up with something later. Um, we can obviously talk about validator stuff, grits, if you want to talk about that too, because we've learned a lot. Yeah, I actually have like. You know, just got sent some stuff. I'm trying to figure out like how much does you know a personal setup cost versus a cloud server, and deciding. I'm pretty sure the cloud server is the best option for my situation. So I'm about to go rent one probably in the next couple of days, and then start playing around. Hey Jacob, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. Hey. How's everybody how's doing? Yes. What's up, Jacob? Awesome. Oh yeah, so I, I had one question. Uh, so I don't know. I know if you talked earlier about DAO helping DAO. So I'm a big fan of, of, of Neda DAO and all. And I started a, a DAO also. So what, what do you mean by DAO helping DAO in, in, in that aspect? Yeah, to clarify, um, there's going to be some, I, I guess I want to say personalities that are going to have their own DAO that we're going to be partnering with. And so it will be DAO to DAO helping. Um, well, who's not muted? I don't know. Um, and that's just, do, do our DAOs align in what we want to accomplish? Do we feel like we can help each other um, in the time frame that we want? Do we have the resources to devote to helping each other? Uh, as a conversation in the community just sort of says, yeah, uh, we want to do that. Or no, not yet. Gotcha. Thank you. All DAOs matter. Yeah. <laughs> Dow lives matter. I thought we had some other people come up to ask questions, but I guess they went back down. Yeah, I looked at their profile oh, yes. and they were like the same people, each each dude with like marketing bios and stuff. So I brought them down. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I thought uh, they wanted to ask a question. <laughs> 360, you got any questions? Let's check the chats too. Some people are shy and they don't like to come up here and speak in public. So <clears throat> I don't know oh, if you're monitoring you? the chats. Yeah, I'm watching uh, as the dragons type, type and stuff. But uh, is the is there uh, any validator set? Does the validator set have room for a new validator at the moment? I guess is my question. Uh, for Juno? For Neta or both, I guess I should be asking. So Neta won't be something you need to validate. Um, oh really? Sort okay. Of, yeah. So there won't be any emissions from Neta. It's stone cold. Is what it is. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but there's room on Nom, which is where we're going, uh, and then there will be room on Juno uh, for us to get in, and then just be a very active <clears throat> participant in Juno's I think, uh, success. I think I'm going to do Juno first. Um, Nom seems like yeah. a good choice, also. 
Yeah, for Nam, we have the self-delegation to get into the active set. And uh, for Juno, uh, we're just going to host the node and hold people delegate, and we're going to be active and seek out delegations. And uh, the advantage of having like bare metal servers is we have all, all our costs up front, and like throughout the bear market, we don't have to worry about profitability. We're just going to be running. Do you run the servers in a location, or do you like rent them from another provider? Did you buy um, the servers up front? Yeah, we uh, we're building the servers right now, and it's just going to be in my house. I actually really wanted to do that, but I wasn't sure about the cost. Like, do you know roughly what it does, how much it is per chain, roughly in terms of? I know the minimum requirements are different on any every chain, but like roughly, you know, ballpark. Um, for our first two validators, we're just going with what Notional recommends for Osmosis, so that could be overkill, but um, we could always move the machines around because we're going to be remote signing, so it should be easy anyways. Um, and so in US dollars, 1200 um, with per, per validator. Oh, that's not, that's, a, that's not terrible. I think I could probably swing that after I move, start doing that instead. I'll probably play around with the cloud service first and then get used to that. And then I guess move to a server. Uh, Nostal has a, a good guide. Um, yeah, I have that, validation guide. Hold up right now. <laughs> I was reading and, through it. Um, well, I may have ca caught some sales, but I'm thinking like 1200 to $1,400. And you obviously need more than one machine machine per chain kind of thing, or is the machine like expandable as the server? Um, from what I understand, like Notion doesn't run uh, centuries, so it would just be the one validator node. Um, yeah, one one machine per chain. Well, how many cores does the machine have? Don't you need four cores per chain kind of thing? It's um. Those are like virtual CPUs you might be thinking of, and I'm not exactly sure how they translate into like physical uh, CPUs, but we're running an i5-2600K, and that has 10 cores. Interesting. Yeah, if, if I could do, I don't know, I guess it would be one chain per machine. I don't know. <clears throat> Unless they have some node cluster solution. I, I was actually trying to figure out how to set up node clusters a long time ago, so for other stuff. Originally, Notional was trying to do a Valatron, where he was like doing like 10 plus chains on one machine, but he figured like if one crashes, it brings it all down. So now he runs yeah. one machine per chain. Yeah, I think that might be the best way to go. Because also the CPUs are ultra expensive when you get to like, you know, I was looking at the Threadripper and they're $5,000 now, so. <laughs> Computer parts are so expensive right now. I don't think the, the hard drives came down in price. Did they? The, the one terabyte NVMe is down sixty-four percent down right now. My buddy I think had it's his graphics card go out one day, and it was pretty lucky because he had, um, I guess, like the warranty where he sent it to them, and they sent it back within like a couple of weeks. So that was pretty nice. Everything's yeah, getting so expensive, bro. It's crazy right now. Yeah, I think the CPI data came out at like nine point one. So, like, yeah, you know, we're looking at a, at a seventy-five or a hundred basis point rate hike. Rate hike. Yeah, I think I think there's more pain ahead in the market. Personally, yeah, but, me too. Um, well, Jacob know. was has a pretty bearish <laughs> sentiment. He says <laughs> between five and ten thousand, he's looking at for Bitcoin. 
yeah i mean that's that's the range where my my buddy like he's a ta trader and you know he's he's basically saying that yeah it's probably gonna go down and and hit at least 12k you know but five thousand would be devastating <laughs> yeah but i mean it's just good opportunities to buy that's how you gotta look at it and, yeah uh, i just wait for those you know those dips for the the when they actually you know the five they went down five percent when they announced the numbers so that was a nice little bit of a if you were a day trader or whatever but you know i'm a little bit slower but you know the, they're gonna when they hike it it's gonna be a little bit i forget what day it is on but you know it's gonna be hitting harder so it'll be i think i'm gonna start getting back <clears throat> into the market with fiat now so yeah it's, probably, it's a good good time to start dollar cost not, not, not like too much you know i'll just like slowly increase my percentage as the market gets less crappy <laughs> well like one of the problems with the u.s raising its interest rates it's it's crushing a lot of other foreign currencies like oh, yeah. it, the dollar yeah, and the, euro, the dollar and the euro, euro are are even now yeah the euro went it went to, it went a little bit below it was like 0.997 i was well, so shocked to see that wasn't it what was the high on that mayor wasn't it like a dollar 37 or what was yeah, i remember 20, dude, i remember I mean, when the euro 20 for a long wow. i remember when the euro was two dollars it was like a long time ago. That's crazy. Yeah, so it's Europe's going to be really hurting, and it's it's because, I mean, I've been trying to follow some of the macro people, um, like Lynn Alden, and you know some of the other hardcore Bitcoiners, and they're like, these other countries they they can't raise rates. They're de- you know like Japan and you know a lot of these European countries they they can't keep up. So the U.S. dollar is just going to crush everything else, and. Um, I guess a lot of these other like Argentina has got so much debt they might start defaulting on debt. So it's who Sri Lanka. Yeah, Sri Lanka. And it it is it's hard to understand like what's gonna happen with Bitcoin. Like I I don't see Bitcoin going down the 10K. Like I, I I just a lot of people will get liquidated if that happens for sure. But well Celsius it, has already went under. I mean, yeah, Celsius has went under and I, I BlockFi got bailed out, you know, so hopefully all that damage is done with all those centralized brokers and all that stuff. But like if Bitcoin could decouple and become the the inflation heads that it's kind of supposed to be and get get away from tracking the, the stock market, like that would be ideal. But it's like there's just so much funny business going on with the shorts right now. It's like it's like what do I know? You know, I have no clue. But it's like it's Bitcoin. There's so many moving yeah. pieces, Mayor. Like once you feel like you have it figured out, there's another piece that you didn't even know existed. You know, exactly, it, exactly. And I, I it, the the big big players on Wall Street, like I don't know if they're trying to push Bitcoin down so they can buy it at 10k. Well, you know, it's like who knows. Well, I had a pretty good uh, like guess anyway. I figure it's a very similar to how they made gold. Like you know, the they got they took it off of the main standard or whatever, and made everybody turn in their gold in the '60s, and then as they rolled out the new credit system in the '70s, you know, they had the Vietnam War go on. Same situation: U.S. versus Russia. Some stupid shit happened, and now we're in a fight for however long they want. And then now, all of a sudden. You know, uh, the new credit systems rolling out, which I guess would be in place Bitcoin now. And, 
you know, it's, I just think it's very, smells like 1975 right now. And, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to fault it because in the eighties you had like amazing innovation because of all this new stuff come along. But, you know, I just feel like it's, you know, you take a step back, it looks like a game show just repeats. Yeah, I had a question about Cosmos Spaces. What's up, Meta? Um, <clears throat> have you all thought about creating your own DAO to help manage your validator or anything you all want to do? It's definitely been a discussion that we've kind of gone back and forth on. And I think that um, I think ultimately we wanted more functionality. We had the discussion like maybe six months ago or so, maybe four months ago. And um, things just weren't really built out then, but, you know, that's kind of changed now. So, yeah, we we'll definitely need to revisit that. Um, what were you waiting for? There was there some kind of functionality that we wanted because it didn't, like, make sense um, since we already were doing it a certain way um, then. But things have definitely grown a lot more since we had that. Yeah, discussion yeah. as far as like the amount of validators uh for example but yeah it's definitely something we need to do i think, as, I think you're right clay we should probably revisit that like really soon <laughs> did i just mute everybody on accident yeah send me to the dog house bro as uh had a question <laughs> about for nada dow he says or he asks uh has NetaDAO shifted from hard money asset and stakeable assets N2, N3 to an accelerator? I don't know what that means. I have no idea because Neta was never going to be able to be staked. Um, can you repeat it slower? NetaDAO shifted from hard money, in quotes, asset and stakeable assets N2, N3 to an accelerator, question mark. I don't know. Oh, okay. So that was before I got into it. That is referring to um, an idea that one of the community members had, who's a really cool dude. He's part of the NetaDAO, um, about creating an emissionable sort of N2 and then an N3 asset by staking. And so that has not been abandoned, but it's not going to happen anytime soon. And it may not even happen with the NetaDAO. Um, so yeah, there's a there's a bifurcation we need to make. Neta Money and the Neta Money Discord was uh, started by Core One or Core One Root or Old Wolfie Poo, if you want to say that. And that is not Neta DAO. Neta DAO is a conglomeration of people who want to see Neta uh, step up to its potential. Um, but I think for what the person is asking, they're asking, you know, if we stake it, do we get a basically an inflationable currency that we could then sell or or whatever? So that's not going to happen um, for the foreseeable future and probably never. Um, but what you will be able to get access to is what the DAO is working on and the partnerships we have, uh, starting with UP and ONI and working from there. Um, as well as any software that we make, we're pretty deep in with uh, Dow and Hal, helping Hal out, um, and a couple others that you'll get access to. And then once we write the write or help write the, the tiered module for Dow Dow, in having longer stakes, then you 
you possibly will be able to get in on the validator stuff that we're doing and some other things. Yeah, I think mainly that distinction of like him being not Nada, like in the Neta DAO, you know, um, that Neta is just it's the hard money of Juno because it's it's hard coded at its supply, which is really low. I think it's like what thirty two thousand. So Neta has a really low supply. is is seen as like the hard money of Juno. And then NetaDAO is a separate entity of, of individuals that um, are not the people that created Neta, but want to see Neta kind of, um, you know, flourish and, and have ideas of how to make that happen. Is that right? Did I get that right? Oh, yeah. So the accelerator part, Poro, you, I see your hand is raised. Um, just one second. Um, the accelerator part is that VC side. So if any of you had ever wanted to be inside of the orange Dow um, or stuff that's happening in Silicon Valley where VCs have conversations with teams before anybody else does and they invest like 10,000 and it, you know, that team for whatever reason they had the right product and they do great. That's what we want to be. We want to be a magnet for talent, um, for ideas um, and approaches that, basically propel us into what cosmos is supposed to be that's awesome i hope that helps answer the question az he said he said og netta he said og netta props were trying to figure out how they were going to proceed like a secondary asset you'd earn by staking your netta to ensure it's non-posinomic attempts to accrue value accrue value yeah and that's something we would never thought was actually going to be, it's just kicking the can down the road. Um, and if you see Netta as a basis for trust, which is really kind of what we're all saying, do we trust Netta? Do we trust the Dow? Do we trust Juno? Do we trust the cosmos to bring about the world that we want to live in? And that's what we as a community are endeavoring to do. There's nobody in charge. There's nobody telling people what to do. Um, it's kind of like Lord of the Flies, and we're just trying to figure out how to assemble like Voltron and figure it out. Sorry to whoever and, got corrupted, by the way. Um, <laughs> sucks. By, by necessity, we have to flip the script on all the posinomics out there because we don't control the supply. It's just, it is what it is. Um, but again, flipping the, the script, um, what we really inherit in terms of like bootstrapping and like capital is the goodwill of Juno being somewhat of a canonical asset and being widely distributed to early Juno participants. Yeah. So we could if use you that were... goodwill. Um, no, sorry, this is ahead. like a. You go ahead. I'm still trying to formulate these thoughts on the uh, tokenomics. So it may come out a little awkwardly and it's, it's very unusual in terms of the space, but um, yeah, just certain setting ex expectations for like people staking. And that's why we set the uh, flipping the script uh, for staking, why it's 91 days instead of, you, you never see anything shorter than uh, 30 days, like in Cosmos. Yeah, I like the uh, idea of like working towards building a like value for a protocol rather than like issuing out a token that has a bunch of Ponzi-nomics and you're just like pushing the token so that the Ponzi-nomics like push up the price and you can dump on everybody. Like 
That is well, completely different. You know what I mean? You could launch like a side chain or a second token or something, and then like maybe have some sort of you know uh, inflationary thing that way. Maybe I don't have no idea. I had another like part to that idea, but it went with the wind. <laughs> That's okay. If it comes back, just say it. Um, Poro, were you done? I don't want to step on that. Uh, I think I'm done, and it, it's hard to talk for like the entire DAO because I'm just a contributor, and it, it's all permissionless. Like anyone create a, a, a Nata DAO and like um, explore their own vision for Nata. Yeah, and that's a cool part. I mean, we're the first of this, but there could be many deciding to say we trust Nata. We're going to do something great with it. Here we go. Now, I look forward to that. You know, I'd love for anybody to do that. Uh, we just picked it up right now, and here's where we're going. Um, but instead of creating an emission or or inflation or or something where you think you're getting a, a really good deal, but there's you know there's no real team backing that thing. It's just giving you some sort of reward for staking the thing. I'd rather us look to invest in people and teams that are solving. Oh, I remember it. I was a really huge fan of like lockup periods in Astroport. Like what if you had something where you could like do some sort of lockup on Nata, locking up Nata, obviously. And then you have like some sort of second token or a side chain. You know how like Kava has their dual chain thing going on. I don't know. You could expand on that. And, you know, because Ponzinomics are bad. We get it. But uh, in, the inflation is necessary for obviously to create liquidity to, you know, uh, develop other projects like it's no different than how the government works in my opinion just too much is bad obviously right yeah and I don't know that we <clears throat> I don't know that we're going to do that and I'm not saying it's a bad idea but like before I was saying like us getting in front of teams that are trying to solve really hard problems um, with a, a solution like we have in Juno and the Cosmos um, it feels like a better long-term value add than us. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm more on the side of creating liquidity for projects so that people can do the things they want from like a DEX perspective anyway. No, and I get that. And, you know, I, I think, I think if you want to do that, you should do that. Um, but from NetaDAO's perspective, we want to invest in teams, people, software problems um, that get to that point so that people can come in and say, I want to invest and I want to invest in these kind of companies and these types of things or teams. And we we facilitate that through through basically bare metal partnerships um, with these teams who are trying to do just basically galaxy crushing type stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm always looking at how, like, you know, you want nonprofit to be nonprofit, but I'm always like questioning DAOs, how, like, how are you guys going to get value accrual, accrual or whatever into your project so that you can, you know, get these projects going that, you know, with the teams you're talking to and stuff like that. I'm always thinking on that angle anyway. No, I think that's a great, that's a great thing to be looking at. I'm not sure teams will actually know that at the beginning. It's going to be probably a fourfold thing of who's the team or, or what is the problem they're trying to solve, and then who's the team? Um, what is the problem they're trying to solve, and then how are they trying to solve it? And if that aligns with what we think the Cosmos ethic is or what the community wants to really go after, 
then we're going to hit it hard and we're going to invest in that. Um, just like you might see in Silicon Valley where, you know, you find some, like, just like, um, shit, what's the orange Dow's thing that they do? Uh, you, you get a bunch of incubator companies and you try to find the best. Well, that's what we want to do. But it's not like people are bad. They'll just come back with a cool new idea and we'll figure out if that matches what we want to do. And then we invest them and we take a cut and everybody gets a part and we keep going. See. Hey, uh, so 360 did have a question. Um, I think you kind of covered a little bit of it, but uh, basically uh, the Commonwealth discussion about the community accelerator. Yeah. Is that the, I don't know if I, I don't know if you want to just just give him an overview again, him or her, about the accelerator. Oh, what it is? Yeah, yeah. So the community accelerator. I might have to brush up on exactly what it is. <laughs> I think it's sort of turned into investing in teams and DApps and protocols, either through time, talent, or treasure, um, based on what the community wants to do. Uh, and we use the treasury. So again, let's go back. Troopers were made by Ren, who's an awesome artist, doing great things with Sky Monks and Jacob, uh, had had given the troopers to the Dow to raise money for the treasury. So 80% of the, the mint sales for that are going to go to the treasury. Uh, and that'll be sort of the start. Idols are going to give 30% of every season, you know, the gross mint sales. So we'll kind of have a little war chest that we can all as a community decide we want to invest in these types of things or these types of teams. Um, and then we go for it and we figure out a good um, equitable arrangement with the team uh, where we support them, uh, we test their things, we give them funding, uh, and we go. Just like you know, um, Maven did with Zoom back in the day when they came up with Zoom's name. You know, they invested, they tested it, they pushed it to all their companies, you know, that's what we want to do. And we want to accelerate things that come from the community and are of the community and what the community wants to do. And I'm hoping that answered 360's question. If not, I I follow them on Twitter. They can shout out or whatever they want to do. Thanks. Well, did you have any insights as far as like why you had chosen loop finance for your NFT? Yeah. Um I can speak to this one. Um, we put that to a vote in the Discord between Loop and Stargaze. Um, idols are going to be minted on the NetaDAO uh, contractor writing, um, but we put it to a vote for the community because they have been in before even, I think even Stargaze was available or something like that. Um, and Passage had come along and reached out to Ren and said they want to do something together. And through a series of unfortunate events, it didn't happen. So Loop came in because of Terra imploding and Stargaze was there. And so we asked the community uh, between those two because they seemed like the most in line with NetaDAO's values and ethics and the most stable um, to be used. And so based on what the community wanted, they went with Loop and we've met with the team. Uh, and that's how we got second in line. And we're just buttoning up everything and ready to go. Do you have a date for the mint or is that still up, uh, to be determined? I have to be very cautious given everything that happened with Passage. What I've been told um, from Loop, because there's still 
they're still working out their stuff is that we're second in line after traders, um, probably sometime in August. But I have to be very careful that I don't say actually, because I don't actually have a date. And if we did have a date, I want to make damn sure it's actually going to be that date before we even <laughs> tell anybody, because we burned some nasty bridges that we didn't need to because we said something and it didn't work out. You, you know how that goes. People are like, hey, you know, it's the day today. Where's everything at? You know how they are. Oh my gosh. I had my stuff ready. I was going to buy three of them. And then, you know, Pash is like, hey, bud, um, we can't do it. And I just felt so bad and so mad. <laughs> uh, and then it continued and I was like, oh, crap. So I feel like George R. R. Martin. I'm just not going to say when it is. It's just going to happen and you'll get a little bit of notice, but we'll have tested it like 15,000 times and it's just ready to go. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. I appreciate that. But yeah, any, if, uh, uh, never mind, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say really quick, uh, if you guys haven't noticed, uh, Tricky's not in the in the stage no more. That's because he fell asleep. I think it was like, like three in the morning over there in Berlin. So he just, wanted to say bye to, he just wanted to say bye to everybody. Um, and another thing, we are running a, a quick giveaway in our Discord in honor of our special guest tonight. We got 12 Juno to give away. So if you click the pinned message to the top, it'll take you to our Discord. So you guys can participate. Yeah, please go into their Discord. We're in there just hanging out. Um, well, I'm in there as Behold Idols. Um, and we're so thankful that you have basically given this as distribution for for up and coming teams and people who want to do something great so thank you for letting us be a part of this have y'all previewed the um the nft marketplace that juno's launching sorry not juno Lupin. uh we got a couple screenshots from our handler um and then we have the option to be a part of it lucky a part of the beta testing of it um i i don't know that i can be a part of it um but i think some other members of netadao can be a part of it uh and then just crush it and see if we can break it so that they can make it better um but it looks pretty cool 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 looking forward to it yeah i'm excited about loop too i think they've got a lot of potential you know those they were working really hard before things went downhill over in the on the moon so um hopefully juno will be a, a great uh a landing spot for him i don't think they have any real competition as far as the marketplace over there do they except like hopper hopers hoppers hopers uh -huh. yeah i think you're right Chris. and we got uh yisha i don't know how to pronounce your name you got a question? Yeshua, how you doing? Yeshua? Yeshua. Hey, I gotta Yeshua. go. I gotta go walk yeah. the dogs, I'm guys. I'll uh, catch you guys later. Have a good one. Yeshua. Right, Yeshua. You go for it. Okay. My my question's about the I guess the value of cruel. So when a portion of the success, I guess, from investing quote unquote into a, a project that comes into the the treasury in the form of juno or something or how how does is that then distributed or how, how does the value either distribution or accrual work oh so like if we invested in a team yeah yeah 
So loosely, I've been thinking about this loosely, uh, the community is going to have to decide when they want to dip into that. But any team that comes across MetaDAO's community desk, if you will, and we all decide we want to get in, there'll be terms that give us uh, a cut or a stake or, or something that makes it worth it. And then we'll decide how we want to do that. So if we want to bring it back to everybody else with buybacks or, or whatever, we can do that. If you want to reinvest it, we can do that. It'll just be up to us. Project by project, right? Yeah, project by project. So, presum by project. so presumably, if the success the success leads to more success, that the value of the of the each netta would go up. How, how does netta go up? I guess I'm not talking like I'm, I want to flip it or anything weird like that. But obviously, no, no. we want we want netta going up. So how, do, how does, what are some of the scenarios that Neta goes up? Quote, unquote? Well, sort of the brass tact of Neta going up is there's less for people to buy. So okay. you can either lock it up in the DAO um, and there's less for people to buy, or you just hold that puppy and you just let it go. Um, the other side of that is what the DAO brings to the table in the form of uh, teams or companies we invest in. And what we get out of that then the then the community will need to vote on through the dow do we want to buy buy that back and give it back to everybody in personality do we want to just keep putting in a community pool and keep it going um but the more that you buy netta and you sequester it the value uh -huh. will go up okay so tbd at some level but definitely you not know, the usual yeah. uh, opportunity right success creating different types of opportunities Potentially, then using some of the we'll call it funds to to do uh, buybacks, I guess you know on the open market, so to speak. Or so I've been talking about. Yeah, yeah. Or the team has a token that we got a lot of, and you all want okay. it back, or you want to get it. Want it back, or decide. put it in the treasury, or whatever it happens to be. For sure, we get to decide. Great. All right. Well, I love love the whole thing. I like the old school approach and uh, i'm a fan so i'm my, my background's more business than it but it's kind of my background we need you to join <laughs> our meeting i need y'all too <laughs> yes thank you all right so the meetings are via discord right is that what i recall or it's or the meetings are generally on these uh, twitter spaces no so the meetings are going to be in discord uh, every saturday at 8 p.m. Uh, Pacific. I don't remember what the uh -huh. UTC is. And you join, and it's kind of like this, um, but then we just pick up things we want to take care of. And now you went quiet, so I don't know if that scared you, but yeah, it's sort of like a, a potluck. All right, well, I appreciate it, everybody. I'll, I'll let you all go, but uh, thanks so much. Bye-bye. <laughs> no problem. Thanks. Oh, it's 3 p.m. UTC, by the way. 3 p.m. UTC. Cool. Cool, cool. Hey, Mayor, really quick. You shared a um, you shared an article with me earlier uh, from Bankless, right? There, Mayor? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, <clears throat> I didn't the, read through the bank, whole thing. Thank you. you want to, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I think it came out yesterday or uh, Wednesday. Uh, one of the Bankless news newsletters uh, was titled Ethereum versus Cosmos. And um, Instead of being a hit job, it was pretty much um, 
it was uh pretty pretty accurate information about um you know the differences between the level twos on ethereum and what that it, it was mainly about scalability and um they were comparing ethereum level twos to cosmos and i was just surprised to see that coming from um the bankless news newsletter um i, th I think jack zaplin commented on it there was a couple I, or, um the one golden stake ratio commented on it because actually there was some polka dot validator commented on it and that got golden staking commenting on the this this thread but the actual newsletter itself the the article was had accurate information about cosmos and the the validating uh structure so i was just impressed with that and at the end of the at the end of the article it pretty much said um they don't see ethereum and cosmos as being uh so much competitive as more of complementary after ethereum goes through the merge it, it it pretty much said that um they'll both be scalable but just in different ways and it, it talked about security a little bit too so it's an interesting article if if you guys anyone wants to read it it's on the it's on the bankless hq um uh, Twitter page. Yeah, hopefully Ethereum will just be another zone to go into. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it'll just be like an IBC chain is right now. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah, I did. Well, did well, you see the? Oh, go ahead, man. Well, I mean, it's with with Ethereum being based, you know, with with Solidity and having to use MetaMask. Like they, their lay, layer twos are they're just doing things differently. Uh, I mean, I, I guess it, it for that to happen, it would have to be a lot with Polygon. Would have to do a lot as far as upgrading their chain. But uh, you know, Ethereum is always going to be um, the ERC twenties, and you know, Ev Evmos is kind of like you know the in between right now between IBC and and Ethereum. But it, it's an interesting article, you know. Yeah, I'm giving it a quick read right now. Yeah, I saw this other article that said that. They were comparing the price action of all the different coins, and they were saying that altcoins just basically got destroyed. And they were saying, but Adam was showing, you know, Cosmos Adam was showing a lot of strength, and uh, it was cool to see that report like mention that. And uh, yeah, Adam's been in the Cosmos has been in the news uh, recently, and I've always said that Adam is probably most likely going to be the best asset to own if this is going to be a long bear market and for me like it's just because all the builders are moving to cosmos and that's why yeah. during this yeah. bear market we're gonna have um like you know yeah, buying pressure whenever these other ones don't it i think the dy shit the, going on yeah sorry the the dydx move or decision to move to cosmos um I found an interesting YouTuber that I hadn't ever seen before, but he had a lot of inside kind of background information on the DYDX thing. And I guess one of their seed investors is a, is a validator on the main Cosmos hub. I forget the name. I think it starts with a P, Paramount or Par Par Paradigm. And he was saying that that had a lot to do with the decision for DYDX to start its own Cosmos chain. And I think that was like a big wake up call in, in the big Ethereum world of it's like, oh, we're it's kind of like, you know, they're, it, 
it's 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 all about scalability and, and like right now like it's just not possible being a a token on ethereum you know it's like you know it's like you're you either have to be within polygon or all these other zk rollups and all these other level twos but you know dydx they want the sovereignty to you know start up their own chain so it, it's just fascinating what's going on and like you said during this this bear market it's like there's a lot of movement going around and a lot of the big players i think it was uh there was some wall street um i forget it i think it was barclays put out uh, a, a commentary on cosmos saying that cosmos has the scalability that is what blockchains are going to need you know going forward the next five years and it's like we all know that like that they saw the future you know as far as scalability and security so yeah, but, yeah. i agree yeah what's going hey, on everybody fellas? i gotta go i gotta bounce are there any more questions no hey hey i, I appreciate the information uh Netta Dow, like that's some good stuff, and just really appreciate you guys hanging out with us on a Friday night. Yeah, thank you for being so open and willing for us to be it and take up your time. Uh, if anybody has any questions, you can meet us on the Discord at discord.netadow.zone uh, or on Twitter, and we're your friends. Let's hang out. Awesome, man! Thank you so much. I appreciate y'all coming out, and we look forward to mentioning a. Uh, an idol. Yo, what up, Clay? <laughs> What's up, Hosh? What are you up there? Hanging out? Chilling back, looking at my 55-inch screen TV. Nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah, so a lot of people don't <laughs> yes. even realize. I was going to say, a lot of people don't even realize, too. So, <clears throat> like, all the DGENs and uh, basically all the developers and teams that built uh, like platforms and applications or we're, we're building applications on Solana, they're all going to come over to Cosmos too. Like I already spoke to multiple teams. I can't say who they are yet, but I was going to tell you guys uh, why, why, about it. But yeah, like they're coming over to Cosmos too. Why, bro. Why, why would you, why would you say that? Like what, what is their problem with Solana? Well, so like, all right, let's put it this way, right? Like say your whole functionality is to have order books and you need like finality. You're like, okay, well, we're going to use Solana because it's supposed to be real fast. Well, you can't have order books and all that shit if, you're, if your chain's always breaking, you know what I mean? Like Solana, I mean, don't get me wrong. Solana has, as much as I love NFTs and I want like Stargaze and all that to be the best, Solana right now is the best for for NFTs. It's not even close, and it even includes Ethereum. Like it's just the best. Like you can go on Magic Eden, like the the volumes there, like the shit is there. Like I brought I bought this Prime Eight. Like I have a couple of them. I think I minted it for like one and a half, two souls, and then dude, like the floor for like the shittiest ones on there are like seventeen soul. Like you, the, there's so, so like are people like, actually buying them though? Like it's like on on like Stargaze. You know, like they they mint out pretty well, but then when it comes to like selling them, you don't see a lot of volume there. But like on Solana, is it different? It's like so much. Dude, there's so much action. Like you, if if I put it this way, if you if you wanted to make a living, basically right now selling Solana NFTs, you could. So what I mean by that is like get real active and find out like these communities that have like the real active on di like discord and telegram and you know like basically shilling they're they're on spaces 
like last night I was listening to just randomly like a 15 minutes of the Solana show and the, the host was absolutely brutal. He was so annoying and I was just about to turn off of it. I was like, man, this guy's so annoying. He's just, uh, he's irritating me right now. He's like the, the least chill person I've ever heard in my life. And, uh, I was about to turn off, but like they were, they were bringing up different teams and like they had these, you like this stuff. And this was called that the one that I just bought today. It's called Cheddar Block Games. Like the, it's like a legitimate game. And they had this other guy on there. They, they, it was like a Fortnite game, right? But they can turn your like NFT into like a battle royale. And it's like sick. And these dudes work for Unreal Engine. Like they're brilliant, right? And like that's what they're using Solana for. Like Solana has become essentially like the best NFT blockchain and crypto but everything else is absolute shit like the mm. dgen acts and shit like the just everything else on that ecosystem is kind of crap now because they got but, so much volume so many people over there right yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. but that's where everyone's going because like no one wants to use a theory like you know ethereum still has cool nfts but it's nowhere near the growth and and uh the, the you know how it's just so much Solana is but you bad. said they're they're tired of the chain breaking yeah, so like, well, not NFTs. Like, think about it. If you're a community and you have a mint, and the mint's going to be in three hours from now, and a chain breaks, okay, it's not a big deal that you have to postpone your mint a couple hours or a day. That's not going to make or break you. But if you're an, if you're like Osmosis or someone, right? They can't just be breaking and then okay, every month for one week we're going to be down, or for three days, four days. Like, you can't have that. So like, all these like. uh Basically, all, all the financial movements over there, they're all going to come over to Cosmos. I already know three teams that are already coming over. And, um, like, they're just coming over here. Like, every everyone's coming to Cosmos. So, like, we're – like, what? where else are you going to go? There's nowhere else like, – there's really nowhere else for the people to go. Like, there might be a couple things out there, but those ones are going to be IBC-enabled anyway. So, it's like, whatever. You know, it's like, we're going to have everything. And I was I was on a call with someone that's building a chain uh, in Cosmos, and I guess there's a way to make your like block times faster and and all these different like I'm not that like technical about it, but they're going to be one of the fast basically the fastest chain in, in Cosmos right off the rip, and that's what they're going to be just like degen in and and order books and all this you know just basically being it financial place and it's cool you know as much as we need you know i guess we you can always have stuff like that but um i think cosmos is going to have it all i'm like interested in all this stuff like i'm actually been i've been really interested interested in uh bit song lately because i like music and i'm like yeah that's a cool idea and the price is so low it's like dude you can <laughs> you just spend a few hundred dollars you can get like a lot of their tokens and there's their max supply is only like i think it's like about 150 million or i can't remember exactly their tokenomic but you can grab a big stack of it for like it's like two pennies three pennies right now so if I it does to make some music nfts can you do that already on bitsong uh i think it's more like a micro economy it's like you are like an artist or a musician and you create like a, a community within a community and you can have your own token and like your own little, like, I guess, micro economy. On oh, okay. So you can have fan tokens. Yeah. It's like a fan token type, but that's on Sonfia. I think it's, or Syn I think it's, I can't right now. Symphony or Synth. I can't exactly how to say it, but yeah, it's, it's basically just like a, like a layer within, within osmosis. Like they use osmosis API, like they use all of it, you know? And, uh, it's pretty cool. Like I, I was kind of checking out some of the artists, and the, the one uh, was pretty good. 
and there's like eight artists now that have their own token on it and it's you know it's obviously like new so it's not gonna just grow but i mean you look there's been some pumps with their prices so i don't know i'm gonna grab a big bag of it and just like who cares what happens with it because if it goes to zero which i don't think it is but it has so much room to run like the market cap's only like two million dollars and that's IBC, you know, it's like, whatever, I'll grab a bag of that and just stick Are you it. still saying Bit, Bit Song? Is that, you're still talking yeah, about? Yeah, BTSG, like, I mean, because that's the way to get, like, mass adoption in crypto is to have, like, all kind of reasons why people can get into crypto without even really knowing they're getting crypto. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, I, I agree with you, Haas. I mean, I think it's, there. there's so many sleeper sleepers within the cosmos. Like, once once this bear market ends, it's like, it's gonna be a lot of potential. What'd you think about the Kepler dashboard? I, I think it looks pretty clean. Yeah, a lot. I'm I'm digging it, man. I'm just because like I was, you know, I'm hitting stake and doing all this stuff all day long on all my monitors, and then you just get you get eye banged because it's just it's so white and bright, and it's like I that's probably how I've been getting migrant so much lately. It's like it's a little difficult. I mean, not <clears throat> it's new. You know, I got to get used to it because the yeah. things are in different places and stuff like that. But it's overall, got the dark mode. Really it's got nice. the dark mode on it too. Yeah, I love that. That's all I, I care about. Mode. Yeah, that was I, like the main thing everybody wanted. Yeah, I can't stand white screens, dude. It's just like, come on, it's 2022. Like, let's go already. It should be illegal. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like get this out of my face. I I don't want to have a migraine because my screen is so white and bright right now. But but yeah, we're you guys. That was a good show today. I was just kind of chiming in, listening when I could, but. Yeah, there's just so much potential here. And if you diversify, you know, like some of the chains can go to zero. It's like you got so many bags of everything else. It's like they're all going to get your back at the end of the day. If you're just looking at it like like just that kind of standpoint. And um, yeah, man, I just our conclusions has to be right. Like if Web3 and, and crypto is ever going to get mass adopted and go to where we think it's going to go, we're all going to be there front and center because we're the only ones building all this infrastructure. That's why every builder's coming over here. Hey, real quick, where do you think they would go from Solana? Like, what what chain would they go to? Or well, it depends anywhere? on what they're doing, like financially. Uh, like, so, um, like, Sci, uh, Say Network is going to be coming with their own chain. They're in testnet right now, and they're going to have order books and all that type of stuff. And then, uh, you know, like. If if there are like some sort of other type of thing, yeah, you know, like any sort of utility, I mean, they can easily come over um, to to our ecosystem. So it's like, okay, we're gonna try to do this. They can probably just deploy something on Juno, and those guys are smart. I I know they could figure out how to do Rust and and Go and all the all the different languages and all that type of stuff. But um, yeah, it's like, what else are they gonna do, man? Like. Solana just keeps breaking all the time. It's it, it's like you can't even go forty five days in a row. Pretty I I mostly agree with you, but the only thing is, is like it's funded by that guy, right? That just has unlimited money, basically. Yeah, the Sam Bakeman freed guy, right? Like, yeah, they they definitely like got some serious just, money. Yeah, that's the only thing that I see that would like keep it going the way it is right now and they would stay on solana but i really do hope you're right and a lot of that traffic comes over to cosmos because i feel like we have the more superior tech and like i really would like to see cosmos like stress tested 
and um, like see something really hit that shit hard. And um, I think the whole Terra Luna thing was 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 pretty like that was pretty substantial to see um, all the traffic that went through osmosis and IBC in general. And it held up. But I just wish it, oh, there was something more positive that would happen that would make the price go up <laughs> instead of down whenever that large event happens. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's a lot of things too. like the market's crap in general. And then. Um, Adam has really good tokenomics for for the bear market. You know, like it won't pump as hard as hard as others will when like the when the, everyone's bags are blasting off. But also, it just weathers the storm like really good. It's you could just look back all th- all throughout any sort of bear markets. It's just the tokenomic value of it is it's it it outperforms a lot of tokens, and that's not even including like the APRs and the airdrops and everything else like if you consider that then it pretty much outperforms every token in crypto uh during the bear market and uh yeah it's just it is it's a lot of people are talking about it so i mean it's it's just we're early and everything's starting to come together you know like i think this time next year it's going to be really different there's going to be a lot of things going on and it's all going to happen so fast like i was talking about this the other day uh it's going to be you know like like we'll just use juno for an example it's going to be like, oh, really nothing's happening. You know, it's all kind of being stagnant for a little bit. And then boom, like out of like nowhere, like a whole month straight. It's just like so many different things are happening. And then it'll, ter- you know, it'll it'll kind of just be chill for a little bit. And then it's just going to keep going. Like Juno is going to be basically essentially kind of like a launch pad for so many different things. You know, these little teams will have something cool to build it. Maybe they get big enough to do their own chain or they go on another chain or they just it's going to be there's going to be so many moving parts and it's going to be nice to see it man like it's just getting started like we all it's just so early like juno's not even a year old like osmosis just turned a year like this this stuff is so early like comdex isn't a year old all this stuff so and there's so many different features you know like i that's why i was even saying about like bit song like we got the music we got the art we got the nfts we got uh, you know the permissionless smart contracts. When when uh, G not comes out too, like that's going to open up things. And then really, what's going to bring in a, a ton of innovation to Cosmos and just Web three in general is when Agoric has their smart contracts with Java. Because like so many people in Web two, they just they, they know Java, and that's why they're in Web two. And just imagine the one day when kids are going to school and they drop out of college because they want to build like the next Facebook on web three, you know what I mean? Like that's going to happen eventually. People are going to be like, Oh, I'm done with school. I'm going to do this. No one's going to school right now in college thinking like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go to college for web three and, and building cosmos and build on, you know, on Ethereum. Like they're thinking about getting a job at Google and Amazon, but I feel, I feel like that's going to switch eventually. Like a lot of people, a lot of kids and, you know, brilliant minds are going to be like, I want to build something in crypto. And I think that's not that far away, man. Like five years, maybe, and we're all here, like early, like you know. We, take should, we should build a. We should build a fucking um, casino on Juno, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> like we could have an online poker uh, tournament using Juno coin. Hey. And, and uh, well, isn't isn't there one? Isn't there one lotto? Isn't there a lotto chain coming out on Juno? Yeah, there is some stuff coming out with. Hey, with if the, somebody uh, designs Yahoo Pool on 
Juno and makes a betting system for some sort of matches, you know, like how, you know, when you hustle pool, you bet matches games. If you can make it so that people could do that, but also play Yahoo pool, I would totally be in. I would do that. Yeah, I mean, you could do that, you know what I mean? Especially because it's permissionless because when when I was really helping out a lot with, uh, with, with Chihuahua, like that was one of the things we were looking into doing was having some sort of like, like kind of like a game room and then you can gamble basically but then we're like uh we don't want to deal with any like regulatory shit and it's just kind of too it's big of a headache but yeah i mean i don't see how they can start. they really can't stop it when it's you know it's permissionless it's like what are you gonna do can't really do anything about it there is a poker tournament not on chain but on saturday through some of the nft projects i don't know if anyone else signed up for that no i didn't see that i signed up in the rebels um discord but there's a couple different nft projects um participating so you could join as an individual and accrue points weekly monthly whatever it is or you could um you could join with a team of three or four people and then your points kind of accrue as a team i don't know the exact payout structure or whatever but i'm I'm assuming the prizes are in nfts but at least it's a start you know i I would love to have a, a weekly ibc poker game i would have it at my house actually if you guys live near me. Yeah, and you guys know about like the interchain NFTs that are coming out too. Like that's another thing. Like you're gonna be able to do like so much degening with like your NFTs soon. Like all of it's gonna be connected. It's just gonna be a standard in Cosmos. It's just gonna be amazing, yeah. man. Like this is just so early. Like we're literally um, we're we're gonna I, be like those old people. Like you remember when we had to send stuff to one chain to another? Like we're not even gonna have to do that stuff in the future. Like it's gonna be sick. It's gonna be so sick. On a on Luna, I remember there was a uh, NFT project that if you held like their NFT, um, it was a casino, right? They had a casino platform, but if you held the NFT, you would collect you know commission rewards from that from that casino. Well, that was that was a pretty cool use case for the NFTs. Yeah, that's gonna start happening too. Like, I mean, even like. I don't want to compare us with Solano NFTs, but like on Solano, you could stake pretty much like most of of your NFTs over there and you can earn like whatever they're sort of uh, like right now. The only one you can technically do that with in in Cosmos is like the Orbital Apes pretty much. Well, they're they're bringing they're bringing staking to like Stargaze and Omniflix in the future. Yeah, that's what I mean. We're all gonna. I don't know when though. But I mean, you could legit just like stake your NFT over there, right? Like you can buy your NFT and stake it and earn their tokens by just staking your NFT, and it could just whatever their like community token is, and then you could do that with like with whatever raffles or whatever sort of like incentives they have like play to earn games and like that's all gonna come over here. Like everything is like that. All that stuff is coming here. So some NFT projects are using that as a way to distribute their, um, you know, whatever the token might be, if it's an NFT collection, having their own token or something like that. Cause I see it, I see it on Cardano and I see, um, they're also doing like liquidity bootstrapping and stuff like that. But I like the idea of staking the NFT because then the, um, you don't have to, you don't have to depend on community supplying liquidity to a liquidity pool. And then the, the founders of whatever the NFT project are, they could just dump their, whatever they get paid into that pool to exit, you know? So, and I, by the way, I agree with you, what you said about Solana, they do have some pretty crazy NFT collections and the artwork is definitely, you know, it looks like they they get like legit artwork done. And I think one of the things that we can, we can all do, even if we don't like 
buying NFTs on other chains, but attending spaces like what you were talking about and um, talking to Solana people almost as a way to like get them ready for the moment when like their favorite dap or favorite nft collection moves to an ibc chain you know like the, just knowing we're not separate from everyone else i don't see solana as competition i think the space no. is still so small that i i don't like seeing where like ethereum maxis or even like a lot of cardano people go back and forth with the solana people over like those you know the the chain shutting down but um you know, Solana does things that other chains don't do, and they're they're working it out, right? So they're they're, they're super it's super fast and cheap. So let them work out their issues. We have other issues, right? With like you know, over here, our issues are like inflation and proposals. So yeah, well, also the UX experience. Like things will be a lot more seamless in the future, though. Of yeah. course, we. I, I remember like even like three years ago, every wallet was like a piece of shit. Like I, I hated using wallets. I would leave all my stuff on Coinbase and I was happy to do that because I did not want to use any wallets. And now like a couple of years later, I see this thing called Kepler. Even MetaMask is not terrible. I mean, I don't know if people complain about MetaMask. It's, it's all right. Um, but Kepler wallet, geez, man, that, that that is such an improvement in a short amount of time. Imagine, you know, in a year or even two years, the wallets are going to be going to be awesome and, and, and mobile versions of every app and things like that. So um, anyway, a little bit. Yeah, I, remember, I remember I when all there was, all, I remember when all there was was Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a good, it's a good thing to do uh, is randomly just tune in. Uh, even if the person's like annoying that the host, because they, some of them are very, very annoying. They're just, yeah. so, but you get to like, listen, cause they, what, what they do really good. And I was thinking about starting to try to maybe even implement it is they just get a bunch of different of the communities. Okay. Like different NFT communities or projects together. It's mainly NFTs. And then they just give them, it's almost like a kind of like, Hey, come up and chill for like two minutes or three minutes of your time. And then they go to the next person, but it's kind of okay because you can learn a lot. And within those two to three minutes, you know, so it's, it's, it's a cool thing. And then, yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like they have it locked down on NFTs. Like I, I I'm an NFT DJ. Like I, I want to get an NFT on every chain in crypto that I think is gonna be around. And I, I, I don't want to say I'm not a Solana man. I don't. I'll never buy a soul for anything but NFTs. And I just, uh, I just bought some last week, and I really like them. And the, the project, you know, they're so fire. They're fine. Yeah, and, and the project that I bought, they have connections in like the music industry, like Virgin, Virgin Galactic, or whatever. So, like Dude, they they, they, so they, they make they make serious partnerships, and just the fact that they're on Solana gets them a lot of attention. It seems, but you know, we we could you know, even if it's not every week, invite people from other chains here and make them listen to us talk the way you go over there and listen to idea. them talk. And it's you know, there's nothing. I don't think there's anything wrong with like you know a whole bunch of people going into other discords and listening almost like reconnaissance right just hey what do they got going on over here what are they even talking about because a lot of times we, we don't know right i just I stay like close a, to like multi-chain multi -chain interoperability day or something you know yeah you could even like you know i i guarantee you you know what i what i tell people because i talk to people on all these different chains i can't keep up with them all but what i tell people when i try to get interviews with them for my youtube channel I tell them, I say, look, most of my audience are people that, that are in the Cosmos ecosystem, but over there, they, 
it's not, there's no maximalism. Everyone wants to learn about other chains and they might really like this project or this, this issue that's happening over here. And that's how I get a lot of my, um, cause I get a lot of interviews with Cardano people, you know, so their, their NFT space is pretty good too. Cause, but they have like nothing else going on on the chain really. So the NFTs are the only thing, but a lot, a lot of them have been around for over a year and they, they, they've, they're developing playable games and things on the blockchain. So I tell them, hey, Cosmos people, they are not maximalists. They want to learn about other chains. And that's just how our community is because we have to just to get by, right? You get, everyone here is definitely familiar with like five or six different chains in depth. You know, it's just well, not Sif like Chain, that. Sif Chain's building a bridge for Cardano apparently now. So Yeah, I, I, uh, I just tell people about Cosmos, the community. I say there are people that literally are diehard tech enthusiasts. Yes, and education like, no, is really at, at the forefront over here where it's just yeah. asking lots of questions and there is no, aside from like Twitter arguments over proposals, everything's pretty chill over here and people are learning from each other rapidly. Yeah, one thing I'll say about all, you can, I could put take this to my grave right now. This is a fact. You can throw all the ecosystems out there. There's no, there's no core of people that love technology more than the Cosmos people. You're right. No, I agree no. with you. I, it's, I, all I call, it's all tech. I have NFTs on like eight different chains, and I, I will 100% back you on that. You know, you know, something you said before, and then I'll give up my mic. It's a little off topic, but it's funny. Something you said before about um, how like everyone's eventually going to be connected to cosmos somehow and i hear you say that all the time and it may it, it's it's probably true but it makes me laugh because if that turns out not to be true a lot of you guys who went to conferences and like you know if cosmos just fails epically you're gonna have a bunch of pictures in your phone from like going to conferences with people that you've never talked to again is that gonna be a little little weird <laughs> yeah but i mean how how does crypto kind of work without everything all the all the blockchains being able to communicate with oh them? no they have to they have to i think that the biggest problem in crypto well, maybe it's a tie, right? Like lack of clarity around regulation is becoming a huge issue because it's the limiting factor in like the, each ecosystem's growth, right? There's no clarity. But number one, I think is interoperability. The, the Ethereum gas fee issue was a distraction from that. That was not the biggest problem in crypto. That was the biggest problem for small users on Ethereum only. Um, so yeah, I think interoperability, it, it would be like if I have a Verizon phone and I can't text you because you have, uh, you know, an AT&T phone, right? That's basically where we're at with a lot of these chains. Or like if I go to Starbucks and only Apple iPhones can, can hook up to the Wi-Fi. And if you don't have an Apple iPhone, you can't use the, the Wi-Fi. It's pretty much how the, the, the chains are segregated now. So I think interoperability is the biggest problem. And Cosmos is way ahead in solving it really far ahead. Yeah, we're the only ones that are la like just laying out the pipe works. Like, it, like I say on my show sometimes, I'll say, "Oh yeah, Ethereum has this like really badass skyscraper. It's sick. It's real sick looking, but like there's no roads to get over there. And, and then when you get in that hotel room, you have to pay fees just to go up, or not hotel, but you go to the skyscraper." And then you have to literally pay to go on the elevator to go to the third floor, like to go to your doctor's appointment or whatever. Like I was like, that's kind of how Ethereum is. And I said, that's cool for people that are at the very top of that sky skyscraper because they're just collecting off of you. But I said, Cosmos is is literally for the people. Like it's this, it's all the chains are for the people. And you, you, this just gives you more flexibility as a community member, as a developer, as an NFT community, like whatever. You can just go down the line. Like it just gives you more options and flexibility. And you're seeing it. But with teams coming over, like DYDX is coming over. And this is one of many teams. I mean, 
you know, like, like Enigma, you know, Secret Network started off like Enigma and they were built in, in secret. Not that Sentinel's doing anything right now, but DVPN started over there. Like, you know, it's just, you can keep, keep going on a list and it's just going to keep happening over and over and over. Cause why would you want to basically, it's like you have a gatekeeper with all these other blockchains. Like you have to like run it by them and you could just build and deploy over here. And it's just like, whatever, it's easy. It's just effortlessly. And it's just this gigantic network effect because everything's connected. So why wouldn't you want to do that? And that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't even want to be a part of a blockchain in the future. If, if you, like you're saying, you need to have this phone to do that, and then you you can't go to Starbucks, and and if you have a um, uh, an Android, you can't connect to the Wi-Fi. Like, what's the point of all that? It just makes no sense. And um, no, right. I, and I think I think in this like this is a really terrible time for you know asset prices. There's almost no excuse to get out and learn about something other than what you've been used to during the bull market and. Um, I think Cosmos ecosystem, just people that I interact with, maybe it's a small sample size of, of who's really out there, but I, I just see people constantly just asking questions and wanting to learn about the new, um, even not even the new chains, but just chains they haven't um, been familiar with up until that point. And I think for the people here now, it's like a lot of the same people I see on a lot of these um, spaces. And it's great to catch up with everyone here, but maybe like if once a month, we could all make it a point to get into someone else's spaces and just, you know, grab, grab the mic and just like, you know, do your little 30 second spiel before you address whatever they're talking about, just to get out there. I think it would do the, um, the ecosystem a lot of good. And over time, you know, there's, there's, you know, there's 50 people willing to branch out once a month, you know, that's. Yeah. That's a good idea for like a mob. I just freaking mob some spaces. And yeah, also, I, we'd, and have also, to, also yeah, invite, we'd have to roll deep. It'd be awesome. Like if we all decide, like, okay, we're all gonna go to this spaces with this PFP. We're all gonna have stargaze punks, and we're gonna take up <laughs> all the spaces. Then the next one, we all have orbital H, and then the next one, we all have so far. Right? So basically, you want to do you want to do an organized spaces Star right, like they do in Twitch. Yeah. Star chodes, go into the Solana spaces with star chodes, it will be over. They will connect wait, the IBC wait, wait, and like wait a second. Hey ha, no, 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 we can do that right now, guys. That's hilarious. Yeah, I'm about to get off though, but I would I, we definitely need to set this up. Like I'm down to ro- I'm ro- I'll rock a chode. Like I got a couple chodes. I got an actually a customized chode. Like, I, right. yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't I managed to miss that one. <laughs> Somebody gave me a, a wad though. Hey, hey, Hoss, while you're on here, real quick, what what's going on with the Solana phone? Have you 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 heard much about that or like? I I've look, seen, yeah, yeah, I didn't look into it, but I mean, they had like I think they even have like a card too or something now. Like they're yeah, they, like like we we're just saying they have a ton of money. People just throwing money to, to do stuff over there. I mean, I think it's HTC is the manufacturer, and they're going to build a digital wallet like right into yeah. the phone. It's crazy. But yeah, like the thing that Solana has too, and I don't necessarily care about things breaking because like I look at it, if, you, if you're if you building a, like the best race car, you have to build it to break. Like it has to break in order for you to have the best race car. Like you get, you know, your driver and you say, hey, beat the shit out of this. Do everything in this. Take, go to the max on every turn. Just Just try to break it. You know, then it breaks and then you fix it. And like, that's kind of their modest. I'm not going to, I'm not going to fail them. But as like, if you're, if you're trying to have an application that needs like in, instant access and uh, data for financial movements, like you don't want to be on that right now. Cause it's just, it breaks too often. But um, 
Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to hate on them. And, and, and I don't look at them as competition either. And I remember hearing a long time ago, it's going to take them a while because uh, for IBC, like their code's a lot different. And But I heard that they, you know, they'll they connect over to IBC. Like it just doesn't make sense not to. It's, because all you're doing is you're just get, bringing your network even to more people. It's like, oh, well, well we don't want to have them connect to us. Like why not? It's, it's just more users for you. Why would you, you know, not want that? So, uh, yeah, it's just everything's going to be connected. You know, IBC is not literally it's not competition for any of these other blockchains. It's just more people that you can send data to and back and forth. So it makes no sense not to. But, yeah, I mean, I'm just interested in all of it, man. Like I just and what's so cool about IBC is it's, it just keeps growing and growing and growing. And uh, just we have to educate people a lot better that aren't in this space because they do. I mean, I've said to people, they'll, they'll say, oh, they need the Atom token. Like, yeah, I want them to buy the Atom token, but I don't want them to think that they need the Atom token to do all this stuff in IBC. It's because that's what they're so trained to. It's like, no, these are all sovereign chains. You can do whatever you want. And the, and the fees are real minimal. I mean, soon you'll probably be, never even have to worry about what, what token. They'll just be able to, it'll just automatically just do it for you, you know, so. Yeah, I, I think like a lot of, a lot of these bigger corporations are understanding that the younger generation is just going to go crazy over NFTs and they, they want this to be scalability for like millions and millions of people to be able, cause it's all about digital identity. And they, they understand that young people want to take that identity into the digital, digital world, whether it's, you know, Instagram or, or Twitter or whatever. It's like people want to, people want to be able to own their digital identity and it's, I mean, you, I, who was it? I saw like Nike's getting into NFTs and, um, I mean, everyone is like, yeah. even if you pull out your iPhone and you like, you, you're taking a picture, they have those apps where it'll change your face into things. And kids think it is hilarious. Like if you have a little kid or whatever, you know, like everything's kind of a, an NFT in a nutshell. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's just fascinating to see all of it. And like, I, I'm just, I have to believe that this is going to work for all of us. Like, it just has to. Cause if not, I mean, it was a fun ride anyhow. But um, I just I mean, don't see any, like, I, I just don't see any, Yeah, it can. But like, what's, but what else is, what alternative? Well, Uniswap there? is like looking like, like, Uniswap is like literally running on, like, the liquidity is ran on NFT tech. Like, I just think of NFTs as like the next iteration of the API, except you can use, media with it it's just like way cooler like it's like really <clears throat> like it's it's an ex, it's a data point it's an expansion of a data point i i just meant like if crypto for example doesn't work like what's the other alternative for people like out there in the world to make their lives better like more financially i can't, I can't even imagine it not working at this point that's what i'm like, saying honestly. so like it, it would be a doomsday it's honestly it's a doomsday scenario because there's the the market's so rigged, the inflation's so beat, the everything's so beat right now. Like this is like the only bailout for everything, really, in my opinion. So I mean, if it doesn't work, then it, whatever. It's like we're we're just we're 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 screwed. So whatever, it doesn't matter at that point. You know what I mean? So. Well, the guys from Agoric have been like working on smart contract technology since like the, the late '80s or something. Yeah, forever. You know? mm -hmm. And like blockchain came around, like, and also like the mining stuff. People knock it and whatever, but they actually used that for protein folding for medical research for a long time. And then Ethereum came around, and that all changed. Right now, now there's all sorts of like stuff you can do that way. Like you can uh, do a folding at home with Banano and get Banano coins for folding at home now. For, like, Banano. <laughs> yeah, dude. 
but but yeah like there's all sorts of new iterations of technology because of blockchain tech specifically and that specifically is what's changing everything and yeah. you noticed it when banks started looking into that a few years like a few years ago like by itself everybody just started talking about blockchain so yeah, now it's all deep for data storage and, and submission too like this this is the only thing that works that helps everything you know you don't want to be sending yeah. Uh, you don't want to send medical files and all and, and anything important, like one government to another, unless it's encrypted. So, like that's there's so many use cases. Like it's just unbelievable. It's, you know, I'm not saying all this stuff's going to work because not all of it's going to work, but a lot of it can work too. Though. But yeah, I just wanted to stop by and say hi to everyone. I know Clay. He he hosts and chills. I always like stopping by. He, he'll just go rogue for like two hours. You probably smoking and chilling the whole time. <laughs> dude well, you know, Cosmo, Cosmo DeFi bro we gotta do those freaking raids one of these days when we have a bigger yeah, two good ideas I just yeah. want an excuse to have a baby chode as my PFP that's that's really what I care about the most <laughs> I, I, I like that honestly and they I don't know. I, you know yeah, if, if, if we're going to do it, definitely be polite. Like, not absolutely. don't take over the stage, you know? It could be very tastefully done, especially if it's something we're genuinely interested in the, in the first place, you know? So it would be uh, really or a bunch of bad kids, like half the spaces are just bad kids. <laughs> That's so you, could set up, you could set up some, like, sort of, like, DAO or something so that people are more organized and then you could actually buy the nfts people that don't have them certain things i don't know you could do all sorts of stuff with that could also do a giveaway if someone's willing to uh i mean i wouldn't mind doing like a 20 minute one-on-one tutorial of how to you know move money through ibc with somebody if i think people really like your tutorial videos I was just looking at the analytics and they would show them how to do it uh, you were cutting out. I'm down to rocket chode. Get those chodes ready. Clay just got done smacking that bowl or something. <laughs> He's been roasting for like an hour. <laughs> it's so That's fucking so hot here. Like it's been, it's been. I can like, imagine the same level like... of heat ever since y'all left. It's been so hot, <laughs> and I'm I'm laying by oh, this yeah. fan, and like I don't know if y'all can hear it, so I always like try to like mute myself. You, real you quick. don't have an air conditioner. I do, but they they don't work. It, like it doesn't work very well. Whenever it's like 110, they don't work. It doesn't work, bro. It doesn't work as good. When it's that hot out, it's still hot. It's still hot in your house. It won't be like 100 in your house, but it'll be like yeah. 80. <laughs> yeah, it was like 80 and 81 degrees in my apartment, and I was like, oh my god, dude, it's re- it really sucks. Like you just go outside because it feels better than being inside. I just go ride my bike, and I'm just like, well, fuck it. And then I get like really super hot, and then I'm just like, well, I guess being inside at 81 is not so bad, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you guys do that shit, man. I'm still kind of like, it's right all hardcore though. It's badass. It took me a month to get uh get over Texas. Like I got beat up by Texas. <laughs> yeah, you did, man. I got so, my ass beat by Texas. It, I I went good for about four days, and then my body was like, "That's enough. <laughs> That's you're done." Bros, but, bros, man. we just got hit with a fuck ton of bots in our Discord for that Juno oh, giveaway. Oh, I was I checked it earlier. It oh had wow! Seven, it had seven like reactions. Now it's got seventy. It had like five or six, yeah, reactions. Now it's got seven. Yeah, whoever, so. whoever that is, whoever set that up, you're you're a dick. 
<laughs> no, yeah, that's that's a fake giveaway. We got the real one somewhere else. We won't tell you. No, nah, I'm just kidding. No, bef- before I get off, what have you guys been like stacking, man? What's been like your stacking uh, tokens? Your um, uh, Evmos at the moment. I'm going to get to my goal and then move on to stacking to my Juno goal. And then I'll probably move on to secret. I like that. I, I hit my... Uh, I hit my my Juno goal, but then I'm like, I don't think that's a, that's a good enough goal. So I've been kind of just messing around, but I don't know. Like something about Bitsong just like caught my attention, just because it's so cheap too. I'm like, Dude, oh yeah, I've could- been I've been looking at them for like six months. I've been waiting for them for to come out with their fan token and stuff like that. I've actually need to talk to some of those guys and see if it's like okay if I can release drum and bass and mixes as an NFT or if there's legally anything wrong with it. I don't think there is because record labels from drum and bass don't sue anybody for making mixes. So nice. Yeah, I uh, I've been kind of talking to them on telegram here and there trying to set something up to do a space and maybe they wanted me to uh, co-host an ama on tuesday at like but it was it was during the day and i can't do it it was like 2 p.m eastern so i'm like i can't really do that but as i will as much as i would love to because they're actually having a couple of their artists that have their own tokens do it i told them i'll look into it if i can like move stuff around i won't mind like just send them my way i'll cause yeah, so we could maybe figure that out, and then um, I would still like having them come on a space and just talk. Because I mean, music's obviously awesome, and and, and I've, like basically what they're doing is pretty cool, and and they're in the IBC, and uh, I think it has potential. I mean, I'm I'm not worried. Like my bag that I'm getting in that, I don't care if it went to zero. It's going to be one of those type of bags. I mean, I yeah. care, but it's one of those like, dude, like if this, like it's at like two pennies. Like if this thing just like does anything, it could be a really good return on your investment. Like it doesn't even have to do much and it's a good return their devs are pretty cool too like i talked to them once and asked them if they would do like make it so that you can anonymously release music and an nft and stuff and they said sure so we'll see that's cool yeah so i've been kind of interested in them i'm like man you can grab like a really nice bag right now and then just stake it i think the aprs are pretty decent right now maybe like 30 percent or something like that i can't remember exactly what it is but yeah. you could just kind of you can kind of just compound and dude, like I said, their tokenomics can't quote me on it, but I swear it's only like 150, 160 million, maybe 170 max. So it's not like it's like this crazy high token, like inflationary token. So you can grab a nice position, and if it does anything, like you start getting like econ- like little micro economies on that thing, man, like that that token can be v- pretty valuable. And then yeah, um, they came out with their their platform for the the fan tokens and they're about to like come out with their symphona thing i think it's out maybe i don't know what it, I don't the know app what it is does. out i checked it out it's real smooth it's basically just like osmosis because that's what they're using is osmosis oh that's yeah it's why, why if you go on frontier and you click like pulls and then you start going through like you'll start seeing all those crazy numbers you know it'll say like instead of it saying like osmo juno or something it'll say like It'll just have numbers slash and a shitload of other, another numbers because they're using osmosis for that. So they have their own like decks, but it's using osmosis for like the liquidity and stuff like that. And because uh, like if you go on there, it's pretty cool. You can do Atom or Osmo and you could swap 
and BitSong, and you can swap all three of those for any of like the the fan tokens, like whatever yeah. the token is, and you can provide liquidity on there and get that particular token for whatever their ninety days are. And you can bond you can bond it just like Osmo for uh, one, seven, or fourteen, and you can get APRs in that fan token, and like it's pretty cool and it's a good idea. So I'm like, you know what, dude, like. I'll throw some money at it, and if this thing does, I remember they were building a bridge a little while ago. I guess this is what came out of that. Yeah, it's basically on osmosis, but you know, it's their own thing, and uh, it's pretty fascinating. And you know, it, it only takes them to start growing, and then hell, they get some. Even one of these new artists that they have, if one of them kind of takes off, dude, you never know. Like I think the well, one, the one then, artist they had had like, I looked. I think I looked at their Twitter, and I was like. They had over three million followers on Twitter. So, I mean, that's that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I, I was actually really interested in their NFT music player and what the limitations are behind that. Like, are they just limited to songs, or can we put a mix mixes on there? You know, because they have like hundred percent royalties or something ridiculous. So I don't know how they how they do that. Because Audius does like fifty percent, and there's a couple other platforms, but. And yeah. we're and you were saying about Evmos and your staking goal. Like I, I don't know how you guys feel, but man, that upgrade that they did was amazing. It's actually oh, the yeah. fastest chain in Cosmos right now. Yeah, Evmos it's just they is- they have to adjust all the clocks for the you know the front end of their website to you know because every all all the functions are on timers basically asynchronously and they're when they did the uh, they shortened the block times those all messed up apparently so you have to just like mash your transaction to get through but it gets through you know yeah they've been having some rpc issues something like that and i guess they're trying to get it all dialed in yeah the front end is disconnected from the back end timing <laughs> from my understanding so i was gonna say i for, i I, for, I will never clear my cache on my computer ever but you know i have like four different uh brave browsers and like three of them for juno work for me to stake but i can't stake on my other one it's really annoying right now like i i, I probably want to shut my computer off and restart it it'll work but i even try to log off and log back in and shut cut you know sign out of my Kepler and I won't do it I'm like all right well I'll just do it tomorrow but I just have some rewards sitting there that I wanted to compound with Cosmo spaces you know what I mean so (laughs) yeah but I'm excited for Juno though like I just like like I was I wouldn't say bearish on it but I got bearish when 16 happened because I just know how shit works like it's gonna go down and I didn't see the market tanking and it really tanked and now I just kind of think for the most part we're kind of bottomed out like it might go down a little bit or something might happen it makes it go down a little bit but I'm not I'm not too worried about that so I just keep looking at these spots it's like really I mean shit if if it goes to where we think it can go this is gonna be like the people I, I honestly think in like two three years from now if it does do what we think it's going to do, people are going to be like, you guys were so lucky. You could have picked anything oh, yeah. back in and it just picked anything and did well. And well, yeah, well, you don't understand how we got, we had to go through losing it, all our Luna and USP and, you know, getting being like in mourning for weeks, you know, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we did get lucky too, but we had to fight. We had to get our ass back off the, uh, off the, off the ground, man. Cause we got beat up. But yeah, hey, I think Mayor. good. Mayor, check this up. Can tweet up here in the top. Which one? The one I just sent to the top. It says a local restaurant in town posted this today. What's well, just some crazy, just crazy numbers on on, on how inflation is um, going nuts. Yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah, it's not it's looking so, good for restaurants. 
And it's so crazy too, because inflation's all man-made. It's all man-made. Like it's not. It's not a real thing. It just happened because of of what they want. Like it's crazy to me. Yeah. You know, like if you had a, if you just had a a, a finite supply, it would just change everything. You know. You know, with with that being said, it's like, you know, when when Adam was like around two bucks, right? Which that was what maybe in two thousand and twenty. I I forget when. But um, with the inflation that it is right now, Adam being at like nine dollars, you know, what is it really? <laughs> what is it really the price of Adam, though? You know? Yeah, because the prices are all different. Because you know, if you think about it, like Luna was at a hundred, and then boom, and it, and it was technically worth billions, right? Like it was a whatever at that time. It might, if you take out the stable coins, it was probably like a top a top twenty token, even higher than that, and then. It went from being worth, say, I don't remember at the time, seven or eight billion dollars, essentially to zero, just like that. So, really, was it worth eight billion dollars? I mean, it's kind of like it's hard to tell sometimes what stuff is really worth. Like, yeah, they'll say, "Oh, the market cap is this," but that's only if everyone buy. You know, like you have to have it's buyers and sellers, right? Like, if you have a bunch of of of, of one asset and and you're and everyone's selling at the same time. That shit ain't worth what it said it was because there's no one buying it. So it's it all depends, you know. Like even Bitcoin sometimes, like the market cap could say that, but that's only if everyone starts buying it up whenever when it goes down to so far, you know. So it is it is kind of scary, but at least with like the cryptos that have a finite supply, at least you know how many there are. Like you don't just you don't guess like oh how many U.S. dollars in circulation. Like no one knows. So it, it 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 does get hard, and then everything's based off the United States dollar. So again, like we don't know really how many U.S. dollars are out there. Someone could be having a really good printer down in their basement right now, <laughs> printing money up. Like we don't know. Like all you know? all I know is Bitcoin <laughs> is about to get real scarce over the next couple of years, and it's already at its lowest point in exchanges in a long time. <laughs> oh no, I get that. I still don't think in any of our lifetimes. Because of like how everything's ran and all that, that one Bitcoin won't be worth one Bitcoin. I don't think in any of our lifetimes. And what I mean by that is where that's kind of like the price point for everything. Like, okay, instead of it saying, you know, the United States dollar, like the United States dollar is going to be everywhere. Like it already is. It's taken over. And it's it's all a big chess game for them to just basically make the United States dollar everything. And um, I like I said, I, I get what what Bitcoin is, but I don't think the vision of it is in our lifetimes where it really can be what it can be. You know, I just don't know. And I still think they'll use IBC for like data transfers because like it's not it's not there's not a con- enough computational power for it to mass adopt. Like everyone starts using Bitcoin to even send it and store it like there's just there's just not enough power for that. Like there's not enough computers and it's already slow as shit. You know, and, and not even that many people use it right now. Imagine if more like like a billion people used it. Like it wouldn't it wouldn't even work. It would just there's not enough power for that. Not enough. Oh, man. I remember when it hit twenty thousand dollars for the first time in 2018. I was stuck at a Bitcoin ATM for hours. Just fucking waiting. So I mean, like it, it just won't work. Like, I, yeah, I, I would I would love to see Bitcoin go to a million and all that. But like, I don't know if it can anytime soon because it's just. There's not enough. Look how long it takes to get. Like there was those chip outages. You couldn't even get a vehicle if you were trying to buy a vehicle. Like you, you know what I mean. Like you, I couldn't even get a graphics card for like th- almost two years because I was trying to get a graphics card to build 
a, a new a PC for my wife, and I ended up just having to buy one of those pre-made ones because I could not get a good graphic a good graphics card. It was so annoying, you know. Like we don't have enough power to have all these mining, and oh, we're gonna and one billion people are gonna have Bitcoin. Like no, it's not. It's impossible. There's not enough power for it. Like it's just not. Like it doesn't even. It takes forever now, you know. Like it just does. It's it's great though. It's like you know they build it about scale right things things like move along pretty quick four years ago everything was crazy you know like there was no on ramps nothing there was just like a bitcoin atms and then coinbase and everything was a scam like proof of stake and icos everybody was saying those things were scams like straight up and when i remember when binance came out every in canada i was using quadriga and everybody was calling that binance exchange like a china scam exchange and look at what happened to quadriga's owner Yeah, right. but at the at the same time, though, like, like you could just have a basic computer and and mine Bitcoin and actually make it worth your while. Now you have you have to have so much money to actually make it profitable. You know? Oh yeah, there's, there's just no way. And yeah. it's just going to keep going up and up and up. So you're going to once it, if it ever does get to where people think it's going to get, then you're going to have to have like a a, a twenty million dollar like operation just to actually make profits you know like it's just not sustainable yeah i I think what you're saying hoss is it's bitcoin doesn't work very well as well the mining centralized yeah it's it's the 10 minute block time it'll it'll never be able to get up to transactions per second like they they keep talking about lightning and all that and it's like yeah i get all that but it's like yeah but not when there's load it's it's going to be a store value. It's 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 gold. You know, it's it's not. I don't want. I don't want to go to Best Buy and be buying my TV with 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 sats. Well, what did what did they do with gold? They made that illegal, right? It's going to be interesting. You know, it, it's like you guys say. You know, it's the next five years. It's 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 can go in any direction. Bitcoin and it, it has a lot to do with what the big the really big heavy hitters. Well, I'm, I'm probably going to get Ethereum holding because if they're going to be doing the same rodeo in this 19, the 60s and 70s with crypto, then we should, you know, I'm going to probably get a, an Ethereum position. Yeah, but what can they really do? Like, like, let's say oh, public- they're, they're the chosen ones, unfortunately. Yeah, but let's say, okay, let's say they're chosen. But how can they stop Cosmos from doing what they're doing? Oh, they're not going to stop the Cosmos. They're going to join it. That's what's been happening. So they have That's no what I'm choice. saying. It's that you yeah. can't, what are you going to do? Shut everyone's computers off that are running mm-hmm. validators and all the yeah. things and relayers and everything? No, good luck. Like, like Ethereum was the like first iteration of smart contracts with blockchain it has its place in time you know and necessities for current things right now but like the next iteration is coming and you know they have the crowd and they'll join cosmos whether they like it or not in my opinion it's like you it's like you said hoss we're we're still very early follow the legislation like there's there's going to be some stable coin legislation coming down that that oh yeah did you read that post that i sent you or uh, posted I, yeah, I, I was looking at it. Yeah, yeah. Mayor, I was going to say, I, I didn't I didn't read the stablecoin thing, but yeah, that's all they're worried about because they don't want anything actually competing directly with the United States dollar. And that's why Sefi was on my show and we had a pretty good talk where w- w- the way around that, where essentially you, you can have a stablecoin that really can't be regulated is if every major ecosystem kind of just had their designated 
uh, stable coin just for like a store of value doing it. And you can't send that stable coin outside the eco and get, it just needs to stay inside. And it's pegged to whatever you want it to be pegged to. And, and people can actually feel confident like, okay, well, you know, I have $10, it's going to be worth 10, you know, in three weeks from now and not just like, okay, well, I have this one crypto, yeah. you know, I could buy 15 things today, but then maybe tomorrow I can only buy eight things with it. So I, I there's ways around it. It just can't, you, you, I just don't think a stable coin, unless it's centralized, can ever be well, what like they're, USD they're making algo backs stable coins completely off outlawed but that's yeah. a, that's but even it. that how do you stop it though like if, if you i don't think you can it, stop it no that's, that's what i'm saying like, thing. it's it's a cute thing for them to say that but like if you have a, i mean you could run it on a you could completely encrypt it and run it you know well, you no, i'm just saying like they can't like this is the way around that they, they can't even say anything bad about it is if if it's within the ecosystem and you can't send it to like a, a centralized exchange or you can't send it outside of other ecosystems then it doesn't matter because then it's just like it's like you're bartering. You're like, hey, I'm just going to give you this. I'll barter it, and then you can give me this later. Like they can't do anything about that. Now they no, can do they about can't. if you're trying to put it on centralized exchanges and get U.S. dollars for it, you know. But then what? What, what else are they going to do? Like, okay, well, we're just not going to let you do any of these tokens to any of these centralized exchanges. I mean, I guess in theory they could do that. They could try to do that, but America's not the only player in in town, and and not only that, like. It's almost the only way for a lot of people to to move money around and do things. So they're 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 just gonna abide with it, even though we don't like what they do. Um, if enough people kind of shout at them, that's that's their taxpayer base. And then once you start getting people um, buy, you know, getting paid in, in crypto and stuff like that, and they're really involved with crypto, then it'll just happen. You know, there's already not being left or right political, but like a lot of like red states really want crypto big time. So it's like, even yeah. if the le- if you're on a left side and you don't want it, like it, it doesn't matter. Cause it, even if well, the right, it looks really good. I was yeah. actually surprised. So, you know, it just doesn't, it's going to work. Like they, they can't stop it. And, and nor do I think they really want to. I think a lot of the old dinosaurs in office, they probably do because they got all just the big players, right? Yeah, it's their, their bosses and investors. And they're just basically like, Hey, can we like have lending protocols now? And that's what's happening, you know? Yeah. As long as that we like crypto can enhance their portfolio and make them more money with their obnoxious amount of money they already have, then they'll be okay with it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. as long as they get to eat too and they're not excluded, even if they're like, all right, well now these other people, they get to eat. They don't just, they get to eat our table scraps. They can actually eat like breakfast with us. Then they'll be okay with it. But you know, as long as they get to eat, they'll be okay with it. That's just how they are, you know? Like, well, we'll give them a little now instead of, like, not giving us anything. And that's just the way it has to be. Or else, like, none of this, nothing matters at that point anyhow. So it is it is what it is. That's why I think it's going to work, you know? There's just so many things yeah. positive I, I, about it. I agree with you, Haas, because, like, I, I, I pay attention to Fidelity and, like, some of the, the stuff coming out of Fidelity Digital. Like, they're... They're really pro crypto. And I mean, you just think about some of these big brokerage firms, like they're sitting on billions and billions of dollars and they understand the U.S. dollars inflating at like 15 percent. Like they understand like these to just sit on billions of dollars. It's losing purchasing power, you know? Yeah, I saw some of I saw some of their like posts about how angry they were about not being or being struck down about a spot ETF in the States. (laughs) It's just so ridiculous over and over again. 
Yeah, and eventually, you know, they have to raise interest rates. So, like, money won't be continuously be free for all these people, you know. So they need to be able to, to not just be sitting on a hoard of cash anymore. They need to be making money with it or at least trying to find the next big thing. And the only next big thing is crypto. Like, there's nothing else out there that's, like, the next big thing. Like, it's, everything's already been established. Like, this is the only thing that can take, like, humanity to, like, an, another dimension, so to speak, Like is crypto. So, I mean, they're not going to stop it. I mean, there's just too many people on the planet. Again, America's not the only show in town. And I think at the end of the day, America always wants to be first with everything. It's just been like a historically, like, oh, we want to be the first on the moon. We want to be the first to do this. Like, they're not going to just want to sit back and like, okay, well, let's let these other countries get the glory for crypto and all this new innovation and all that. You know what I mean? So, like, they'll, they'll get with it. Like, they just definitely will get with it. And unfortunately, America does run the world for the most part. So, like, you know, they do, they do, but um, they'll get with it. They'll get with the program. Definitely will. Especially once, um, you know, like, the, I think the current administration's a little bit uh, slow, slow to the table with it. But, um, you know, a new administration will come in and, you know, another one after that. And it's just going to happen. So it is what it is. Yeah, I'm very excited. Like I've been waiting for this year since the Bitcoin pizza. I'm not even fucking kidding. Yeah, and then it just keeps getting bigger. Like these events, like they're everywhere now, right? Like there's there's so many crypto conventions like all over the world at all throughout the year and they just keep getting bigger and bigger. It's just like this huge network effect. And then once you build something that's too big, uh it basically just it's just too big to fail and, and for the most part, I mean. I mean, even look at Bitcoin, even if Bitcoin in theory, it really, if you think about it, there really is kind of like no direct value per se with like the actual technology, except for it's encrypted and you know, it's going to go to where it needs to go and it's decentralized. But other than that, it's like, it's not anything else besides it really is just store some data at the end of the day. And it's never really was the main intention for it, but it worked and it does work. So like that worked, but now you need like other technologies that can do other things in, in the world and crypto can do that. Like, you know, you can't have artificial intelligence and all this other stuff unless it is encrypted in, in crypto. So there's just so many things for it. And we're just at the very beginning of it. And um, it's just cool to see it because it's just it's just so early. It just gives me like the early vibes of like when Web 1 was going to Web 2 and all that stuff. And it's going to change. Yeah, I, I I was reading that the Second Life original creator is coming back over. He did a whole bunch of AI research over the last 10 years since he left, and he's going to come back to Second Life and put crypto into it, apparently, with all of the, his knowledge, apparently, now. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go get off on that, but it's been nice uh, chatting with you guys, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. And, man, it's been nice. Take care, guys. Yeah, see you tomorrow. Take it easy, Josh. Later, later, Clay, man. Enjoy that uh, 100 degree weather at night at midnight down there. You know what I mean? <laughs> that shit's too brutal. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty rough. I'd be it's, sleeping in a bathtub. It's been like 90 here, and it's like, it's kind of hot. You're like, but then I think about Texas, and that makes me like, oh, this isn't that hot. Like, who cares? It's only 90. Clay, Clay's done with like probably like 109 right now, sweating children. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it is. But I'll talk to you, fellas. Take care. Have a good night, Peace. man. All right. Peace out, man. That was cool. I'm glad he stopped by. Yeah, what else is going on in IBC? It's been a slow day today, thankfully. I've been able to get a couple things done. 
There's a couple new NFT projects. What is, what is with the, uh, what is it, the, the Maserati, the, the cats? Was that? Oh, that's. Are you talking about the Manekis? Yeah. Yeah, fill me in on those some more. Mizari is like a blockchain. (laughs) Maneki, Maneki, Maneki NFTs. Manekis, yeah, that's how you guys I see a few of them in here. You guys were talking about it. um, They just had the mint. Yeah, I'm waiting for Jacob to trade me his because he already said yes. But, oh, I like his. I like the pink more, so. But yeah, I'm pretty hyped about Tank's project. It's essentially going to be a DAO. That's all we know at the moment. Uh, have to wait until the mint's finished before he tells us anything else. But it seems to be pretty cool. We had a better turnout than we thought, actually. So. And what 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 uh, market did it mint on? Oh, Stargaze. Yeah, okay. everything was on Stargaze. Uh, cool. The the DAO and stuff I think is going to be on Juno though. All right, cool. So I can go check it out good yeah hey mayor what are those the uh what are those um apes going for right now what's the floor on the apes on evmos uh the floor is about uh 37 38 evmos so evmos is like around two two dollars a little bit over two dollars so you're talking about just under 80 bucks and um I think they're around 8,500 and so they got about 1,500 more. But the thing is, is if you mint one now, like they, it, the ape comes with validator rewards. So oh, really? it, yeah. So if you mint an ape now, it'll, it'll come with like three, three or like, I think about four at most with it. What's so, the cap? Is there like a cap on them or? That's if you mint the, the to mint one is sixty Evmos. Um, but if the floor, Jeez. the floor is like 38, 39. But you only get the benefit if you mint. Correct. Correct. Oh, yeah. You're clever, dude. <laughs> but if it once you hold one, um, you get uh validator rewards. Um how many is there is there like a maximum? Do you need like three to get the max validator rewards kind of system, or is there like you just hold one and that's it? You can just hold one. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'll buy one when I I you know, I'm trying to hold off on buying all these NFTs until I move because it's like you know, and I might even like spring to start up a validator before I move. I'll do all that first. But yeah, trying to save the money. <laughs> I don't know if you guys seen that. Jimmy tried to request to speak, but I not not today. Not today, man. Yeah, it's been pretty chill tonight. So it's been it's been nice just to chill. Yeah. Um but no yeah, man, I like tried to go speak myself. So yeah. It's been yeah, it's been time. a good it's been a good week. Like I'm I think there's been some positive news coming out just in general with um I don't know, hopefully hopefully Bitcoin's find, finding uh, a floor. <laughs> yeah. Who knows, Mayor? Who knows? This could be a super long bear market, bro. You just you just never know. Yeah, I'd be getting ready for the next rate hike. It's going to be either 75 or one whole point. <clears throat> so I've been uh, like compounding all my tokens in my wallet. And then like if I for the money that I normally would spend on crypto, I'll just send it to the exchange and then just like have what like people call them stink bids where you just have like low limit orders where if the market tanks then you already have an order like sit in there. Yeah, tank like 
I don't have the balls to do that. I like to just throw money at things like recklessly. <laughs> well, I mean, I already have enough money in the market, so it's like you know what, like if I can get some low uh, tokens, then you know that's that's one way to do it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's always a good idea to have some dry powder, and um, if if you're doing limit orders, yeah, I mean, try to catch try to catch those dips. You know, it's gonna be it's gonna be a game changer when we see order books on osmosis. Oh yeah, I know, huge game changer. Yeah, you just set limit orders at you know support areas, and then see what happens. And then, like I said, like I will definitely play around. Tokens, with. I get I get a pretty good amount monthly. You know, just get it from staking rewards. So I just throw that back into whatever token I'm most bullish about. I I, I take all the interest from all my currencies and like lps and then i take i will sell it all into one currency and then compound that into the one i'm getting to my coin goal in and same with like you know my fiat investment when i start that up and you know also pay from moderating i take like 33 percent of my pay generally generally and just feed it back into whatever my thing is i'm getting to the coin goal is and during a bull run you know obviously i start building up lps again or if the apr decides you know and then when i get overexposed in those lps i will liquidate them and then get more staking positions elsewhere and then start it over it's fun it's very fun hey olmstead what's up dude there's a lot of cats coming up here. Yeah, Homestead. Homestead, you have People, a lot of kids, right? What's up, you guys? How are you? Oh, hey, you're Mike. In the background. Yeah. I heard someone ask about the lotto on Juno earlier. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know anything about that. That's airdropping next week, guys. The token for that. Is that gelato? Yep, that's gelato. Yeah. <laughs> that reminds me of a. That reminds me of a lotto game that somebody launched, like back i think last year and it wasn't some some dude on clubhouse was just like chilling the shit out of it it, it was literally called lotto and um I'm not sure not sure what that what, where that game ended up but um you know i think it was if you held if you held some of the tokens right there would be a random drawing every every week or every two weeks but um actually let me just check on that on that token see if it's still alive really young dude though young dude that came out with that with that uh, project oh it is it's it's a, it's actually on coin coin gecko it's worth 0. 0.002 cents right now hmm. a high of 30 cents which was back in oh shit this was back in man march 2021 it was it was around 30 cents so now it's 0. 0.002 <laughs> Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what that gelato does. I think it's for uh, Juno stakers. They're going to drop to Juno stakers and Adam stakers, I think. And it's like a random, it's a random drawing game, I believe. Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be lottery games at first and then maybe more. Um, but they're actually, it's five chains of stakers that are getting the airdrop um, and meta holders. Oh, I'm dope. I can't wait for that. Gelato. Okay, let me check this thing out. Let's see who's let's see who's behind the project. I haven't been that excited for an airdrop since Etmos. Yeah, it's 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 been a while. I mean, there's been anticlimactic to say the least. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of a lot of uh, 
proto protocols and a lot of um, tokens, you know, they're like, oh, this this is not the best time to launch out. So they well, might wind, be holding. There's like wind. There's that other one. Hi. That wind token. The dog. Get the dog. Not bad, guys. Was it? It's yeah. all good. But yeah, that wind token. Yeah, that was like a month ago, right, Grits? Wind out. Yeah. Apparently they don't know what they're gonna do. All these DAOs, dude. I'm I'm like a bunch like talk to me and stuff, and I'm like, well, you guys got like you know a good kind of a goal, and you know you know what you want to spend your money on, but like where, how are we gonna get money into the DAO? Because you know to organize, it's an organization in a business. A businesses need inflow of cash, so you can have an outflow of cash. You can't just rely on the inflation of a token or you know, uh, I, I don't know. There's got to be some money coming into some location so that you can spend money. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. You just got, I don't know. It seems like a lot of young people run the DAOs uh, that haven't had really much business experience. So I don't know. I'm excited for people like, I don't know, I guess Tank. To, like he's got business sense. So we'll see what happens with that. Timmy's Timmy's project. I don't know if it's a DAO either. Like, I think that's a cool project, and I think he's trying to do some sort of like Google website for Cosmos. But yeah, I'm not really sure like what if it's a DAO or not. Yeah, they decided to not be a DAO. <laughs> yeah, pretty sure. There's a lot of weird rules with them, so it's kind of strange. Yeah, like if you you can tell people what you're gonna do if you're a nonprofit, but if you're trying to make it an actual business and you're trying to like have like some sort of goal after you, you can't be labeled as a security or else you're in big trouble. <laughs> as far as that's all I know about it. But even if you're not, what happened? Did he drop off? I, I think he got ruined. Yes. Yeah. You with this grit? Yeah. <laughs> I I gotta go though. I gotta I gotta wake up pretty early for work tomorrow. Um, but I pinned the uh gelato project up here to the top so you guys can check it out. Yeah, I think the drop I think the drop is next week. Cool, cool. Like a nonprofit organization, you have to have some sort of you know value accrual, some sort of money coming in so you could pay the people working in the organization, you know. So that's about it for that. Uh, cool. yeah. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to cut out too. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and end it there. But um, it was good talking with everybody tonight, and we'll hope to see you in the next space. Yeah, I got to go. Stop. All right, Clay. Thanks for hosting, dude. Yeah. Don't forget about the giveaway in Discord. Oh, yeah. There's a few hours left. Yeah, yeah guys. Take it easy. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Cosmos Space's Friday Night Chill Space with Netta Dow. Hosted by Cosmo Clay. Recorded on Friday, July 15th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. When I'm ripping and rapping, I ain't picking the bastards who be tricking the masses into getting their asses kicked. Feels like I've been getting my masters. Fuck a pump and double like the income that's passive. Raise up the bar before I fly right past it. I'll be writing rhymes till they put me in a casket. Old man shit, put the lotion on its skin. Then put that shit back in the damn basket like Buffalo Bill. The way I'm ruffling feathers, snuffing out debt, cut the heads off collectors. Keep a couple heads in a jar as keepsakes. And take the rest and turn them into free Upgrade the feelings, supply the free base Looking all professional, tools in the briefcase Running on empty from gassing up my teammates First one down, let me know how that sleep tastes
and impossible Defended the plausible from end to demonstrable The mission isn't even worried about the clearance Running interference till our enemies fear us We're only one disappearance away from a bad day Everybody trying to save face on the last day Feeling fancy, about to pull out the masse Drop the eight ball in passing, that's so passe I'm getting nasty, you cannot put it past me A mix between blasphemy and tuck everlasting Feeling like a masterpiece, looking like a tragedy Trying to get through another day full of savagery Getting headstrong from working in the mess hall All hands on deck, waiting for our next haul I need the rest, got big plans to eject So feed the grass and keep off the Kleenex I am interested in magic because I am fascinated with psychology I love to learn about how people make inferences about How they draw conclusions and find patterns in information And in particular, I'm interested in all that can go wrong how an individual can be led astray by certain cognitive vulnerabilities or exploited. Channel spaces. <laughs>